4: presented by AT&T connecting changes
3: everything
5: you're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Radio
3: they're off to a smooth start we'll get to that in just about a minute but right now it's time to say wake up america we're here Yes, we are. He's my guy. He's my partner. He's my friend. That's Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Now, Over the curtain. Without further ado, my guy, my partner, my friend, the brains of the outfit, and yes, he is the hardest working man in show business today, the one and only Mr. Brian No. Hello, B. How
6: are you doing, Andy Furman? You're chipper sorry, today. It's good. You know, you're uh, raring to go. Nice. Good. Very nice. Like what you've done with the place. I'm thrilled to be here this morning, Andy. Um, I- I've got some, uh, I'll say, interesting news a little bit later in the program about yes. uh um breakfast type things, you know,
3: food. Well, you know what? You're you kind of uh I'm afraid to even ask this question. Okay. Did but I will. Did you okay. receive the apple cinnamon I sent to you? I did. Oh. I received the uh Thank apple you. cinnamon. Thank you, know,
6: you. Now here's the thing. Here's here's the thing, Andy. Um let me start off on a positive foot, okay? Uh <laughs> I'm fine. You're pretty much paid in full, okay? Right. Um, you got the wrong stuff again, unfortunately, but it's okay. It's all right. Like, it started off. Let me a brief, brief timeline here for the people that uh, that hey, care about hey. this, and for the people that don't, I'll make it short. So, you lost a bet. This is a handful of months ago, right. and you owed me apple cinnamon Nutrigrain bars. All right, they're from right. Kellogg's. So apple uh the cinnamon. first thing I got was uh, Nature Valley cranberry and pomegranate which is uh, not, not, okay. not even close but, uh, but, uh,
3: that was yours but, but, but I was there I mean it did follow up at least right
6: okay that, then yes then you got me the Kellogg's Nutri-Grain bars it was a snafu not your fault they right. shipped me blueberry so that's not on right. you right. then you you going the extra mile Andy Furman you sent me a box of four separate apple cinnamon like packets, right? Apple There's cinnamon. packages. But you went right back to uh, Market Pantry. You're like, uh, oh, I don't know, you're you're drawn to Market Pantry for well, some reason. you know what? So
3: Honestly, what I do, and I don't go out much, so I Googled it. I Googled Apple Cinnamon Bars, and that's the one that came up. And I ordered it online. I think I ordered it from Target. They're yeah. From Target
6: stores. Yeah. I, here's rule of thumb Andy just go by the picture I send you all right the Not picture yet. is right there. You don't have to Google anything right There's a picture right. right there neutral grain so, bars but I catalogs. think all
3: above and beyond because I did you send did. like three or four boxes I think
6: yeah you've yeah you did so I've gotten I've gotten six total boxes now <laughs> none of which are the okay. actual brand or flavor. It's like one of the two is off.
3: It but ain't I my fault that you don't eat normal food, I, okay?
6: I, I appreciate you going the extra mile, but you're, you're running in the wrong direction while running that mile. But you're still going the extra mile, which I do appreciate,
3: Andy Furman. I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay. And and you know what? Speaking of going the extra mile, and here's a great lead into this, I think the NBA went the extra mile. They really did. I mean, everything looks pretty good. I said it's a smooth start. Day three yesterday, and they had five games. I didn't watch all five, believe me, but I watched snippets of all of them. But I did watch most of the Laker game with Toronto. And honestly, I mean – I didn't think Toronto was that good. I mean, really, you're losing Kawhi Leonard. I mean, but the announcers even said they have a better record now without Kawhi Leonard than they did with him a year ago. They play great. They really do. They're a great ball club, and uh, they should be reckoned with down the road, and they could give Milwaukee a tough road to hoe down the playoff stretch because with Kyle Lowry was unbelievable last night. And uh, and just uh, the way they play, I mean, and LeBron – I don't know what his problem is, but he can't play in the bubble. He really can't. He's combined something like 13 for 34 from the field that was like 38,
6: 39%. Okay, a few things. All um, right. I, I don't buy this that LeBron can't play in the bubble. I, it, he hasn't played well in two straight games, but if you look at Kawhi Leonard in the scrimmage games, he was brutal. Yeah, And all of a sudden, Kawhi Leonard has been totally fine (laughs) the last couple of games. So I'd give it a little bit of time with LeBron. I wouldn't just write him off at this stage. And the other part of it is the Toronto Raptors, okay, they've greatly exceeded expectations this season. Mm, I didn't think they were going to be this good without Kawhi Leonard. So props to that team, props to Nick Nurse. They've done a tremendous job. But all this talk about, "Hey, hey, hey, they could be reckoned with come playoff time. No, they won't. No, they won't. They had a nice upset yesterday. I give them props for a win against the Lakers. But if you think the Toronto Raptors are somehow going back-to-back without Kawhi Leonard, it is not happening. This is overreaction city. I was listening to... Tim Legler on SportsCenter Center last night, and Legs is like, "If you don't think this team can repeat, you're a fool." And it's like, no, not really. I don't think they can. They aren't capable. I know oh, having OG and Anobi makes a big difference. He's not Kawhi Leonard though. Right. And you mentioned Kyle Lowry. We've seen playoff Lowry. Be he disappears hot and Dis- absolutely. Yeah. Nowhere to be seen. So I am not at all, even with this goofy restart and the Orlando bubble and all this stuff, I'm not buying the Toronto Raptors winning a championship at all.
3: Well, look, I I think it's going to be great to see them play. But honestly, I'm going to go one step further. It's going to be tough for them maybe to get past the Boston Celtics. So forget about them beating Milwaukee or beating anybody else for the title. So, you know, they're a good ball club. I think one of the biggest surprises for them, I guess, is Pascal Siakam. I mean, Siakam really has come to play, but I, I don't know if they're that deep, and I don't know if they can get it done. And Kyle Lowry, obviously, is the question mark because he was dynamite last night, but uh, he's like Clayton Kershaw when it comes to playoffs. He really is. He disappears.
6: Well, he he's just hot and cold, man. Uh and look, Siakam is a very good player. He didn't just come out of nowhere. Siakam was very good last year. Um, so, look, I'm not trying to make it sound like uh, the the Raptors might not make it past the first round. Like, they're, they're good enough where I, I could absolutely see them in the Eastern Conference Finals. And if you want to make a, an argument that they are the best of the Eastern Conference rest... If we look at the Bucs, I firmly expect the Bucs to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. You can make an argument for a number of teams from there. If you want to sell me on the Raptors, okay. If you want to sell me on the Miami Heat, all right, I'll listen to that. You want to sell me on the 76ers, all of a sudden Ben Simmons is healthier and they somehow figure it out and they make a run. I'll listen to a lot of that stuff, the other teams in the Eastern Conference. But beyond that, I don't see it for the Raptors. Uh, They're a good team. They're not going to be an easy out. But are you really going to your sports book of choice and say, you know, I'm going to put all my on uh, my coin here on the Raptors to win a title? No, no. no. It's just no. an easy way to go against the grain right
3: now. But let me go back to LeBron, because I think that maybe you misinterpreted what I said. I, I love LeBron. You know, I do. And it's very difficult for me to criticize him. And if you were not to watch the game last night and just look at the score sheet, the box score. It wasn't bad. It was 20 points, 10 bounds, and five assists, and he shot seven for 15. But to me, he wasn't on his game. And I'll, I'll credit that maybe to four months of rust, which a lot of guys had. I've seen a lot of open shots being missed in all these ball games, really. And I, I guess in four months, it, you lose something. You have to. Andy, there is Andy, some rust Andy,
6: Andy, Andy, just a day ago, they set a record for the five games. All these teams are averaging at least 128. Because they're not
3: points. playing defense. There's no D. If you watch these games, and that's fine with me. I mean, I love the I love the offense. I do. I really do. But there's no defense being played whatsoever. It's like almost watching the NBA All Star Game when they don't play any defense. No, it's not. No,
6: come on, man. Like there are some open shots, granted, but like the way they typically play an All Star game, we're not talking about this last year where there was the. Uh, Elam ending our target yeah. score in the fourth quarter and all of that type of stuff. And they were getting after it in the fourth quarter, a typical all-star game. That's not what we're seeing. We're seeing some open shots here and there and well, fine. But the shot making has been there. Like it's not just Olays straight to the rim every single time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're making some outside shots. The three point shooting by and large has been very good. Look at the Clippers oh. last night. Clippers were just raining threes.
3: It was amazing. What, well, 25 threes, I think, last night, the Clippers said. It was amazing, a team record. But going back to the Lakers, I mean, if you want to criticize the Lakers and why they lost last night, yeah, certainly Toronto was on fire. But where was Anthony Davis? That was the key. I mean, didn't he score 34 and the Lakers' right. win over the Clippers the other right. night? I think he only took like six or seven shots last night against Toronto, and he only made two of them. What, he scored like seven points, I think, last night. Where yeah, was he's he? he's
6: nowhere to be fine. I where to be found.
3: Th- right. He's got to go inside. He's got to play inside.
6: Yeah, you can play anywhere,
3: man. Well, Anthony he's he's, he's got to shoot. Player. He's got to shoot the basketball. I mean, really. Yes. He had a couple of open looks and he's he's passing the ball away. I don't know what where he was last night. His head maybe wasn't in the game, but that was a key, a major key why they lost.
6: Well, the Lakers are all, all over the place right now. Where the Raptors are a good team. I don't want to make it sound like the Lakers lost to the Nets or something last night. Right. But to for the Lakers to uh, survive against the Clippers who, as we well know, they're missing a couple of key players. Lou Williams was out, Montrez Harrell was out, and the Lakers barely survived against the Clippers. And then that that just wasn't a good effort last night against the Raptors. And uh, like you mentioned, that's the the person to hone in on is Anthony Davis. How do you go from being all world against the Clippers, Anthony Davis was unbelievable in that he game, was. to being an absolute no show last night? That that's That was odd. It was odd. The yin and yang the last two games for Anthony Davis.
3: And they got to get some offense out of Danny Green. I mean, you know, I've seen him take a couple of shots, really good looks. You got to make those shots, and maybe he will. But, but honestly, you got to get some offense. It's got to be more than LeBron and Anthony Davis. It has to be. They got to get a third scorer in there, and I think he's got to be the guy.
6: Well, it's going to be a mixed bag. That third scorer. It's going to be Kuzma. It's going to be a little Caruso. I like Caruso. I like you know it's. It's going to be a hodgepodge as far as the third score, But, uh, yeah, Danny Green, he's going to get some open looks. The Lakers are an odd team because we have such high expectations for the Lakers. And if they don't live up to those expectations in one game, sound the panic alarm. And it's just, oh, no, here we go. Look at LeBron. Yeah. And he's on a- it. I wouldn't go nuts with that just oh, I agree. you know yeah, I'm not saying three. just you that's the general conversation the Lakers don't play well last night oh LeBron he's lost a step and it's just full-blown panic mode
3: well I would say this I think Milwaukee right now is the team to beat. I always thought they were the team to beat. And more than that, I want them to win it all. And I'll tell you why. I want to see the Greek Freaks stay in Milwaukee. I mean, he can't opt out after this year. And I think if they win, he'll stay. And I think it's great to have a superstar, a future Hall of Famer, a league MVP, staying in what I consider a smaller market.
6: Why? Like, why would you want that? I I
3: think it's better for the league. I really do. It kind of balances things out. I don't want to see him going to L.A. I don't want to see him going to Golden State. I don't even – and I love the Knicks. I don't even want to see him going to the Knicks. Let him stay in the – it's good. It's good for the league to have a guy like that in a smaller market. It really – it balances the power structure of the league. I mean,
6: look, you've talked about it for a long time, about the New York Knicks, and when they are – Good. It's better for the NBA. You had your pick. I, I, I don't want to see another super team again. I don't want to see, right. you know, the KD Warriors again. I'm not looking for that. But there are other teams where f- the best interest of the league, it's much better to have Giannis with the New York Knicks than it is Giannis with the Bucs. That's absolutely better for the league. It doesn't have to be a super team that Giannis goes to. There are a number of markets where it'd be much better for the NBA if he went well, there. Well,
3: I'll say it, as much as I love the Knicks and grew up rooting for them, I still do. I, I don't even think he could make the Knicks. I mean, I just think they're cursed. I really do. I mean, I, I've almost thrown my hands up in the air and say, forget. It. I know Tibbs is the guy. I hope he could turn it around. He was named the coach, and he said it's a lifelong dream. I. I hope he could get it done. I hope somebody could get it done, really. It's, it's almost disgusting to see that franchise where they once were and where they are now.
6: Well, I know it's a different sport, but it cracks me up when I hear all these curses. The curse of the Billy Goat. That's <laughs> why the Cubs have it. The curse of the Bambino. and All these dorks no, don't believe it's in this curse nonsense. The I, just bad yeah, if management. you take Giannis and put him on the Knicks, they're going to be a good team. I they're going to be I a contender hope. immediately. I don't care what's happened over the last handful of decades. You put Giannis there, instant
3: contenders. All right, so now I'll root for the Bucks to lose. He goes to the Knicks. There you no, go. So do All right, there we go. He's my guy. He's Brian No, the answer man on this show. Yes, he is. And you can get him on Twitter at The Note Show, N-O-E Show, at Andy Furman FSR. We'll read him. We'll retweet him. Or eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is our phone number, 877 996 Whoa, what a lineup we have today. Bronx Talk Radio with the amazing Chris P in this hour. Hour number two, bottom barrel betting. And... And is it true? I'm hearing rumblings and rumors that it's the return of nose picks in hour three. Is that true? Can't wait. I am it,
6: crunching the numbers as oh we baby. speak. Oh yeah.
3: baby. Oh baby. Nose picks in hour Can't number wait. three. Oh baby. And we're brought to you by Cincinnati Bell, powering your connected life. Now it looks like the plan didn't work.
0: That's next.
5: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
3: How can they continue? We'll explain that in just about a minute. 21 minutes past the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. And we're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And be, I can't believe that I'm looking at the calendar and we're in August. And what blows my mind is like, it, it's hard to picture. I mean, it's hard for me to pick up where we left off that when basketball started, baseball started, it's like, well, you know, pick up from three, four months ago. I have a problem with that. I mean, I enjoy watching it. I hope it continues. I really do. But, you know, after you watch the game, you look at the standings, oh, wait a minute, they're not like 1-0 or 1-1. you got to go back to get their entire record. And that, to me, is strange. It's a, it's a different feeling. It really is. I don't know how you feel, but to me, it's rough, like, with the difference in the months and the picking up from before. It's just crazy.
6: I, I'm different on that, you know. I, I understand what you're saying, and there's nothing wrong with it, but – I don't have a hard time connecting the restart from before the hiatus. When I see the standings and I see the race for the eighth spot, for instance, in the Western Conference, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, yeah, it just it took a little bit and we're resuming play. And Yeah, I I just look at it differently. I don't think there's any right or wrong. It's I just right. have a different outlook on it. I can bridge it a little bit better, I guess.
3: Right, and it's it's working. The good news is it's working, at least in the NBA. Baseball, it's amazing. Because Major League Baseball had a, their return to work. Their COVID-19 strategy was based on a formula of testing and distancing. And after like four days, there was some big-time Swiss cheese holes in that situation. I get, and look, look, people are dumping on Robert Manfred, the, the commissioner, and they say he didn't get it right. Baseball didn't get it right. Look, I'm not a big fan of his as being a commissioner of a sport, but you can't blame him. (laughs) How did he know? How did he know? Look, they had that 113-page report. And in the report, they said, well, what if someone contacted COVID-19? Well, he came back with a decent answer. He said, well, we increased the roster to 30. you know, But they want to go back now in a week or so to 26. Expand it to 35. That's what you really need to do. But I just don't think baseball is going to make it to the finish line. I just don't think they're going to make it.
6: No, they're, sadly, it's not going to happen. It's Just look at the first couple of weeks. Look at oh. what happened to the Marlins. Look at what's happening now with the numbers with the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, where they have at least four positive test results, maybe even more. It might be up to six, but there were four unknowns. It, it's just when Rob Manfred is talking to Tony Clark, who's the MLBPA executive director, mm-hmm. when Rob Manfred says to Tony Clark, hey, hey, the player's got to do a better job. Of managing COVID over here. If they don't, we might not have the completion of the season when we have to shut this thing down. It's just like, really, Rob? I can understand where if it's hey the players are going out where they shouldn't be going and we gotta tighten the screws here, oh okay, there's some truth to that. But the way he makes it sound, he makes it sound like It's on them. Like it's yeah. it's all on them.
3: Right. Or, like right.
6: here's the way it works, man. It's a global pandemic. If you have one Positive player or coach, whatever, someone on the coaching staff, if they have COVID and it doesn't show up immediately on a test, it's going to spread. Like that's just so for Rob Manfred to act like, hey, hey, you guys, you got to hold up your end of the bargain here. What protocol is realistic to stop the spread of COVID once somebody has it, if it isn't detected right away? Especially just, the that's what they we're have. looking at here.
3: Especially in a non-bubble situation. Right. It's going to be tough. It really is. I understand the game is not as uh, physical as, as you, uh, you would have like in football. But the point is that you're traveling in hotels. I read someone the other day, isn't the, are the Phillies, are they taking a bus to Miami? Was that what I read? Did you hear that story? The Philadelphia Phillies are busing to my – what's the deal? Like you can't catch it on a bus? I, I don't understand. I really don't. I mean, yeah. and then Manfred came out the other day. He said, quote, everything's going to be fine. How do you know? You, you yeah, can't control no. the COVID-19. But then he came out with the tough statement. I think it was yesterday or maybe Friday. Like, we're going to play. Like, yeah. we're going to war. I mean, come on. Back uh, well, off a little bit. Well,
6: here's the thing, man. He was like, I'm not a quitter. <laughs> that, That is a statement that could come back to bite you.
3: Oh, no, it, I'm correct. Let me correct because Vinay, our executive producer, is the best. The Marlins are going back to Miami by bus from Philadelphia. That's going to be a beauty Whether like a 19-hour bus ride from Philadelphia to Miami. And I understand what what's the difference of going by bus or a charter plane? What's the difference? I, I, I don't I don't get it. I, you think we'd better have taken an Amtrak train where you can walk around. I, I, I didn't understand that. That blew me away.
6: Well, here's the other part of this is even in a bubble, if there is if somebody contracts COVID and it isn't detected immediately, it's going to be a problem for the NBA. So yeah. like, that's just where we are. that's the reality here. You're going to be in close contact with numerous people. Whether it's basketball, baseball, you're just around each other all the time. Like, you could be a hitting coach. And if you're in the dugout among all of these people and it isn't detected right away that you have COVID, it's going to spread. So that's the part where, with Rob Manfred saying to Tony Clark, hey, hey, players got to do a better job managing yeah. this thing or we're going to have to shut this season down. Like, what? are you supposed to do if it isn't detected right away? There isn't any protocol to come up with to prevent the spread of COVID should it not be detected right away. Nothing.
3: In his defense, and I hate defending Rob Manfred, he did come out early on saying they didn't want guys high-fiving, shaking hands, or spitting. And I was flicking back during the commercials of the Laker game last night. I went back to see the Yankees' Red Sox. Oh, my goodness. High fives, low fives, handshakes, spitting, like, you know, and no no masks. I didn't see anybody wearing a mask. I mean, really. But that's fine. I mean, I get it. There's some of these guys feel as if, you know, I'm immune to this. It's not going to happen to me. I guess that's their feeling. Or it can't happen to me. You know, it's a story like I heard years ago. Uh, the, the Peter Vesey was a sports writer for the New York Post. He wrote basketball for USA Today. He wrote for the New York Daily News. He covered the then New York Nets when Dr. J played. And he was on a flight. He told me this. Story. He's on a flight and there's tremendous turbulence, and everybody was scared it's going to go down. And Doctor J told him on the plane, the plane ain't going to go down. I'm on it." That that's the way they feel. That's the way these guys feel. I mean, they, well, they're immune to anything.
6: Look, and I, I like what the the point you bring up here because Rob Manfred, if he was on the show right now, you know, he would say, "Well, we've got these protocols, and if they're followed, then we should be good, and, and or or our odds are much better where this." virus isn't going to spread o- okay if there aren't high fives and yeah if some of these things are followed to at it would help the chances of it not being spread but andy again it goes back to detection and isolation those are the two right. main weapons against covid and if you've got like all these players they're not wearing masks during the game and i don't think they should need to like a if you're a pitcher, and it's going to be tough to wear a mask the entire game. Right. But if it isn't detected right away, this idea that you are going to be socially distancing from all of your teammates, all of your opponents, it's just not realistic. That's where I push back when it's like, hey, Tony Clark, if these players don't tighten the screws, we might have to shut the season down. It isn't realistically feasible To social distance, like as if you're a civilian wearing a mask, staying six feet apart. It's not realistic within a sport. If it isn't detected right away, you are screwed. Long story short, that's where we're at.
3: And baseball is screwed. They are. And let let me leave you with this. I'm not too keen. I never was keen on the extra innings deal starting at second base. A runner at second I love Reds. it. I love it. I hate it. it. I mean, you know, just – I'm an old guy. I like I, I like <laughs> baseball the way it was, all right? And now, seven innings today, <laughs> I got to sit through. The Detroit Tigers are playing my Cincinnati Reds, two seven-inning doubleheaders. What is this? Double-A baseball? They can't play nine innings? I mean, I, come hey, on.
6: It's, it's one of these, Andy. I hear you. I, I get it, man. It doesn't have to be your cup of tea. If you dislike it, that's fine. Um, but – in a day and age of COVID, seven-inning doubleheaders, it's better than nothing, you know? I, I think it's better than having these games permanently suspended <laughs> where they're yeah. a- actually canceled. It, it's the lesser of two evils. That's the way I look I can understand it. I can understand why you don't like it. That's fine. But seven-inning doubleheaders, I would rather have that then, well, hey, we just can't make up this game over here. You know, I, I would, I'd much rather have what they're going with because I'm you're with gonna you. have to be I'm making up you. a lot of, of games with all these suspensions.
3: But last but not least, there's gonna be some teams that are gonna play less games than others at the end of the year. So I think the championship's yeah. gonna be dependent upon winning percentage because there's not gonna be an even number of games. It, it can't happen. There's gonna be teams gonna play less games than others. It will.
6: Look, man, I I think we can both agree. I hope we get to a point where there are some uneven games at the end of a season where a lot of teams are playing 60 games and some other teams have. I hope we get to that stage. I I don't know that we're getting to that finish line the yeah. way it's starting off right now. I'm Andy. with
3: you right there. You're exactly right. He's the man. He's my guy. He's my partner. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday. And a Power 5 conference finally gets some competition. That's next. But a man who has no competition he's Brian Fenley hey, with the latest. And hey, the man. Rec-
8: hey guys. How's it going? Just swell. Just Just, swell, Big B. Just swimmingly? Swell. Swell, yes. Well, I got to say, Andy, your Reds have been anything but... Oh, Sustainable man. competition. Uh, T.J. Warren put a parking boot on the Sixers' defense.
3: Warren, three ball off the bounce, left edge. That is the seventh three-point basket for Warren, who now has a career-high 44 points.
8: Pacers Radio Network, Warren, a career-high 53 points as the Pacers dent the Sixers, 127-121. Kyle Lowry, 33 points, 14 rebounds as the Raptors clown the Lakers 107-92. L.A. barfing up a season low 35% from the field. The Clippers Oof. muster up, yeah, a franchise best, 25 three-pointers and dispose of the Pelicans 126-103. Zion Williamson, only seven points, held to 14 minutes of work. Saturday marked the first day of the NHL restart, loading up its best of three series, The Flames tee off on the Jets 4-1. Jeff Petrie scores the overtime goal as the Canadians hoodwink the Penguins 3-2. In baseball, the Yankees strangle the Red Sox 5-2. Aaron Judge homering for a fourth straight game. The NL Central leading Cubs cash in on three home runs to bog down the Pirates 4-3. The Rockies atop the NL West after disfiguring the Padres 6-1. The Angels win in 10 innings as they get it done against the Astros. Houston loafing to a 4-4 record. And Andy, I know you've been hanging out in your bunker. I'm (laughs) so sorry I missed your socially distant book club this week. But I will catch up on the reading of Red's, the Scarlet Letter. I will get back to the Scarlet Letter.
3: Thank you very yeah. much. See you in an hour. There you we- ever
8: have a parking boot, Andy Furman? Has that ever
6: happened no. to you?
3: No. No. I Did don't you? know if
6: it has for me. I, I, really, Maybe there might have been one time that I completely forget about. I don't believe so, but it, it, it's possible it's happened. It no. seems to be one of the things you wouldn't forget about, you know? Uh, but if anybody I, I, I could, think. it'd be me.
3: Well, maybe. I don't know. But I'll tell you this much. Hold everything with this conference. We'll tell you all about that in a minute. He's Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. And welcome back, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And a little ball for you. But Bronx Talk Radio in less than 10. Let's talk about Power 5 conferences, the major conferences. If you were to rate them in strength – Give me your your top to bottom Power Five.
6: It's it's so far off my radar right now. It's not even close on my radar. It's it's one of these deals. Like, look at the SEC. There are a number of players they're worried about what the season's going to look like from a safety standpoint, which makes some sense. Pac twelve. There are numerous players they're threatening to boycott (laughs) if their demands aren't met. Where it comes to protesting racial injustice or just safety concerns due to COVID. and right. We don't know what we're going to look at in terms of which teams are playing, which teams are boycotting, which players are playing or boycotting. We have no idea.
3: Well, so- I'm going to go off last year. I'm going to say SEC, obviously, number one, and I'll follow it up with Big 10, Big 12, and Pac-12, and then ACC. And that's basically last year's, going off last year's model of the Power Five. And this year, the ACC has added your school, Notre Dame, and I think it's a great move for the ACC. Now the conference has more than just Clemson, really, because that conference really didn't have much. They had Clemson, and that's it. Now they got Notre Dame. Well, yeah, for I, this year,
6: if we do do see the entire schedule play out, which I, you know, I I just don't see it, man. Yeah, then it would be a lot of fun. I think yeah. that potentially having Clemson and Notre Dame in the ACC championship game, that'd be great. And they're not going to have divisions this year. It's just going to be the top two teams. Kind of like how the Big 12 does it, you know? Because It's a free-for-all, no divisions, top two teams are in the championship game. It's the same thing with the ACC. So, yeah, that would be a lot of fun. I just, look, man, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but there's just no way you can't with COVID. And you've got the Big Ten. They don't have teams practicing. Like the whole Big Ten was essentially shut down in terms of practices right now. Rutgers, they had 15 positive test results. Some of those players were going to an on-campus party, right? (laughs) They had to shut everything down. I just, I do not see, even if you're responsible, Notre Dame, they had zero COVID positive test results. And that's great. You get a couple of positive stories here and there. Right. But I just don't see in that sport, with kids being that young and some making immature decisions... I don't see how you have a season in the fall. I just don't.
3: You, you know what? The, the, the whole thing is ridiculous because as much as you and I and everybody else on this great earth of ours loves football in the fall, be it college or NFL When you see what colleges are doing and every day the story comes out that we're going to do virtual classes, we don't want kids on campus, but you want the football players on campus and you want them to play and you want them to be in harm's way. It doesn't make any sense. Football players are a different breed. Why? Because they bring in money for you. I mean, it's not right. And now all of a sudden the players are getting together and this thing that you mentioned with the Pac-12 player group, the players plan to make a public statement of unity today. Uh, sometime today through traditional and social media. And this is going to be big. It's not just one school. It's players from across the Pac-12. And you mentioned this weeks ago, California doesn't want anybody playing anyway. And what? They got two schools out there in California or three, right? In the Pac-12.
6: it's one of these deals. If you just look at it from the safety standpoint, it's similar to the NFL in this regard. Remember how the NFL players, they came out recently and they were just hashtag we want to play it right. was everywhere. We want to play. Like, you got to make it safe. Got to be a safe working environment, NFL. And I said it then, and it applies to these college players that are saying the same thing. I can understand the desire for things to be safe. Totally appreciate mm-hmm. that. A lot of these guys in the NFL, they've got families. Everybody right. has loved ones. You know, you want to be safe for your well-being, for the well-being of the people around you. Totally understand that. Um. I'm open to suggestions. <laughs> like, what does that exactly look like? I would love for the Pac-12, for the NFL, to respectfully say, okay,
3: how? <laughs> like, right. what There's do you no want blueprint. it to look like? You're right. There is no blueprint to tell me how, how I can make it safe for you. This is a new thing. We're, we're in uncharted waters. I'd love to make it safe. They're doing the best they can, but there is actually no blueprint that I could pull out of a file and say, well, we got to do this, this, and this. Can't yeah. do it.
6: Right? Right. Yeah, that's... So that's what I would like to know. It's very easy to knock any type of uh, measure or any type of um, you know like, like rule made in an effort to keep things as safe as possible. It's easy to knock the NFL banning jersey swaps and, oh, this is stupid, what are you doing? It's like, oh, hey, if you've got two offensive players that were not on the field at the same time the whole game and they meet at midfield, well, that, if you don't have jersey swaps, that, that is, it's a small step.
3: It could eliminate something.
6: Yeah, it can eliminate yeah. something. So, But it's met with, oh, my gosh, this is stupid. I still go back to well. Then what is your bright idea? Right. It's very easy to knock somebody else's idea, but what is your bright idea? That's what I would love to know. And when you start walking down that road, you will find real quickly there aren't that many great ideas that are going to be game changers.
3: You talk about Monday morning quarterbacks when we talk about NFL games. This is second guessing to the tenth degree right now. You know, every time somebody does something, be it that the Fauci president. The president, the, I mean, whatever, a commissioner of sport, whatever is done, and if something backfires, it doesn't go out the right way, he's 2nd guess, but no one has an answer. Because you, you can't have an answer. It's never happened before. But, right. Uh,
6: you hear this a lot, and I subscribe to it also. I try to not just knock something. I try to have a solution or a good suggestion. And in this day and age, I like I, I'm tough. searching myself, man. I could knock these safety measures all I want, but... I'll be the first to tell you, I don't have any bright ideas where you're like, oh, oh gosh, that is, that's that's going to be huge for football. I don't have that. I don't think it exists. It's just small little does. baby steps. Outside of detection and isolation, it's small baby steps.
3: That's and, and where we're at. And by the way, and I got a failing grade. According to Justin on Twitter, he said, I got a failing grade for this apple cinnamon neutral grain bar outrage. Oh, man. Yeah. And then Tony Cristo comes back and says, You could send me blue blurry neutral game bars. I mean, come on. Really? <laughs> what am I, Santa Claus? I mean, really? True. I lost a bet. Then it's it. Then uh, we move on. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And you can yell and you can scream, but keep your mask on because Bronx Talk Radio is freaking next.
0: You're listening
5: to Fox Sports Radio.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
3: Bronx Talk Radio coming right up about twelve minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Sports Radio on Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian Noah, and Andy Furman, and now let's go to the Bronx, guys.
5: guys, guys it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. You are we want to hear all the rationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day.
6: Up here, you son of a- you talk me that way get out
5: of here are something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio hosted by the great Chris. P. hey what what the hell
9: what, what's going on over here great. over here right great. like great. i i was told i was going to have freaking zion williamson here they they rearranged the entire nba freaking playoffs and the nba freaking bubble over here they let zion back in the bubble after only 6 freaking days and suddenly on thursday he's only playing like 15 freaking minutes then on saturday he's playing only 14 freaking minutes and my bookie's looking at me like I now owe him money. What is what? What's going on here? Look at you! I hear the treble in your voice. As yeah, as I owe some freaking money, money, money the now
6: over here. Like. All right, here's the thing, all right? I, Let right? First things first, a couple of things to sort out here, because you're one of the many. You, you're a sheep over there. There's, no, there. you are. you a sheep, you, man. You're Listen a freaking to you. sheep this guy, over there. the over NBA. Freaking- hey, you, you piped that over there. I, I'll tell you why you're being a sheep, all right? It's, oh, they, they let all these teams in there just to have Zion over there. The, yeah, they, they did. They let 22 teams in there. That applies to, like, the Suns, to the Wizards, to teams like that. Like, the Pelicans were in. Before the twenty-two, right? They're they there with twenty. They're there with eighteen. So this whole thought of oh, they just want Zion there, and that's why they have these teams. That's they false. do, freaking false. That's they wrong. They do. You're yeah, the yeah. sheep.
3: You see, First I got proof all, right there. Did you read the back of his jersey? You know, his jersey said it said fragile, handled with care. That's what it said in the back oh, of Zion's listen jersey. Listen to you. That's what it said. He's overweight. He's injury prone, and that's why they're not playing him. All so you right? saying he's just he's like you, Andy? Well, I don't play in the NBA. Wait a they, second.
10: He's you're saying he's out of shape, but a month ago everybody was saying, "Oh, he's in great shape. He's so muscular. Yeah, he looks fantastic. He looks, looks, fantastic. What he looks great. To say? What happened in shape? a month?
6: He looked great. What happened was there was a family situation. He went over there, and he's not in the in the gym as much. He's not in and the weight room as eating. much. Listen, he looks a little bit more
9: he pudgy. He comes now. back within six days for the freaking bubble. And hey, Lou Williams had a family situation.
6: He still have time to go to Magic freaking yeah, City yeah, over here. Zion didn't go to Magic City, all right? Well, maybe. He's he's being responsible have. over there and if lou williams didn't go to magic city it would have been a four-day quarantine just like it was for zion exactly
9: speaking of speaking of which on lou williams and atlantic uh, and magic city do you guys uh, see the updated what menu freaking accent i here i here. have the freaking accent it is called a bad <laughs> throat do you see the updated menu at freaking magic city over here we got lou williams uh, on the menu yeah lou williams lemon pepper wings
3: it's unbelievable, I really. mean, I mean, it's, it's embarrassing. Is, talking no, about it's, it's not embarrassing. Somebody right
6: there, come on. You got you got a, a wing sauce named after you. Yeah, Andy, you call that
9: embarrassing? I call that capitalizing. Always so? be capitalizing on the freaking situation.
3: You know why? That's how he we must get have new- made it rain. He must have made it rain big time down there. That's why. Yeah, yeah, How about yeah, well, the
6: dancers coming out saying, uh, yeah, Lou, this idea that you were just there to get wings? Freaking false! Yeah, so, yeah, what kind of holes in his story? You made
3: it rain, Louis. I got
9: some questions about this freaking dance over here. That's a really mm-hmm. basic move to be going with your freaking your
10: freaking zodiac sign over here, <laughs> Aries. <laughs> what would be your stripper? <laughs> name I, 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 I want to know why why you know she's diamond out guys that are giving her money. Like, was Yeah, the point it's, that? it's bad. It's good bad. Perfect. You got a good point.
9: Very my good man, point like, you, Vinay, Vinay right. you got Very a really good point good That's point, excellent point, That is Vinay. a, that is a foul mark point. on the professionalism it should of, be you of see an adult his face entertainer. Here. When
3: and you and see by the way, like that's the least
6: that Magic City can do is have a wing sauce after Lou Williams. The amount of free advertising that they've gotten off of this whole freaking thing. Remember when Tiger Woods, where the ball... It had the swoosh on it, and it was just there on the the cup. Yeah, yeah. And they talked about how much money in advertising that amounted to, just having the swoosh there before the ball dropped in. I wonder how much free advertising Magic City has gotten over this Well, let me tell you
9: something. You want to talk about freaking free advertising over here, then we got to do another deal for another sauce for our guy here. Rob Parker. How many times that guy's been going to freaking Magic City over there, huh? (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> That's mean, internal that stuff. Report. That shouldn't be released. That's internal no, stuff. No, you're absolutely
9: right. Does but he have a sauce same. flavor after him, Rob Parker? No. No, he does not. But he's, he's gotta got to have the bones. I don't like you got to have the drag- structure I don't
3: like you dragging my guy Rob Parker. But, he more. would I'm not, absolutely I'm not, want not. to be
6: dragged
9: into this. Yeah, he talked about Magic
3: City all it's the bad freaking of water time. for
6: him. Yeah. And he goes all flat. All no flats. drumsticks.
3: All, all
9: flats. flats. That's hey, the way to know, do it. <laughs> well, let's... Hey, you know what? Yankees, they're winning five in a row. Aaron Judge... Fourth home run. I'm you. feeling it, man. Look at you. Listen, Always I gotta to get in. On the you gotta Yankees get the Yankees in, in. in
3: there. I don't know how many more days I'm gonna get Yankees.
9: I don't know how many more days I'm gonna get Yankees. Over here, fair I'm, point by you. Yeah, it's a very yeah. fair but point have, by you. It's the
3: smartest thing you ever said since I met you. Really?
9: Well, let me tell you about another smart girl over here. All right. So yeah. justice is being served in Oakland County, Michigan, where a, a a high school girl was sent to jail for apparently for refusing to do her homework. What? Now, now, it's not so simple. Apparently, she was on probation for some juvenile charges of assault and theft against her mother. But she got had to be moved to distance learning because of COVID. She wasn't doing her freaking homework. She got sent, she got somehow ended up in freaking handcuffs over here. But the Michigan Court of Appeals has ruled and ordered for the girl's release. How about that?
3: Well, wow, they're
9: stepping up the, she done uh, the her penalties homework. That over it's like here. That hard. No, <laughs> the point is, she shouldn't have done her homework because now she's out of her cuffs.
3: Jeez. All right, so that's the moral of the story. Absolutely. yes.
5: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Radio.
3: There's one group that will never opt out. You'll hear about that in just about a minute. But right now, as we always say, it's time to wake up, America! Toasty. Thank you very much. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Now, without further ado, my partner, my friend, and not that order, it could very well be reversed. My friend yeah. and my partner... The brains of the outfit, the one, the only, Mr. Brian. No, hello, B.
6: What's going on, Andy go. Furman? Great to be here with you. Oh, you know what? It reminds me. I need to send out a picture of uh, all of the apple cinnamon. Apple cinnamon. Um, uh, bars, uh, the packages hmm. that you've sent me trying to pay off the bet. I want to do it. You know how you can uh, you can have like four pictures in one? I want in the oh, left-hand yeah? corner the actual um cereal bars over there and then the the other three that you've sent me uh so I think it'd be good I think it'd be a good visual over here I'll work on that I'll work on that in the book coming up here but uh I'm I'm, I'm glad to be here with you Andy for a minute I appreciate you thank you for going the extra mile for trying to pay off the bet it's been a it's a long road right we've taken the scenic route here but I do appreciate the uh the attempts right So I I do. I can't help
3: it if I'm a bumbling idiot, okay? I can't help it.
6: (laughs) But it's all good, man. You have absolutely gone the extra mile. So that's totally fine. I do love, like, let me say real fast I love some of the traditions on our show. One of the things I look forward to the most Mm. is in our two, our guy, Chris, when you're like. (laughs) Wake up, America, and he'll play a sound effect. He does it in hour two, the top of the hour. He'll play something off the wall. It won't be a rooster sound effect like normal. Right. So you don't know what it's going to be. And your reaction to it <laughs> cracks me up every single time. You went with the 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 very dapper, thank you very much, today, after you heard it's a random sound bite of, toasty. Toasty. I love that. It's fantastic, man. It is great theater right there.
3: Yes. Great theater. That's what we do. We are theater of the mind. That's right. We <laughs> entertain We entertain and we inform, in not that order, of course, but that's what we try to do here every Sunday, and hopefully everybody enjoys it, and we have a large audience, and we do, we love that. We, and we love our staff. We, let, let's give some credit. You talk about Chris P., we talk about Brian Fenley, we love him to death, and of course Vinay, the Vinay. master, the, the sure. guy who steers the ship. I mean, he's the guy. He's the man. You know, I'll tell know you, man, you, there
6: are a lot you know. of times, I'll do this, I'll say this super fast, and uh, we'll get to hard-hitting sports talk action here. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll do this quite a bit, and you could probably relate, Andy. When you're doing a show, you can't check facts and check websites and read while you're talking. You just can't. And yeah. so every now and then I'll throw it out there like, oh, yeah, we're going to have to uh, like research that. And that's the host's way of saying, hey, producer. Please look this up because I can't right now. And there isn't. This isn't hyperbole at all. There isn't anybody better in the business picking up on that and researching it and getting the information to us than Vinay. He's the I best. I second that.
3: Well, I, I made a boo-boo the first time. I wasn't too sure. I thought the uh, the Marlins or the uh, the Phillies were taking a bus to Miami. And two minutes later. Boom. Telling, it was the Marlins that are going back to That's Miami right. by bus. You know, I, look, it happens, you know. I, I'm, I'm not a fountain of information 24-7. <laughs> I, there's only so much I can put between my freaking ears, you know. There's only so much that goes in there. But right. we move on. We yep. move on. And hopefully Vinay's listening, because we we'll probably need his help on this as well. We'll talk about the NFL. Ball. You love ball. I know it. That's your favorite thing in life uh. besides apple cinnamon bars. It smells man, like it. Ball. Right well, I put family
6: number one or just right ball, right there. Family one, meet yeah.
3: me two, and then ball. It smells I, like
6: ball. You took some liberties with that, but we'll roll with it.
3: Sure. Okay, sounds great. May my day now. The last time I looked, there was like something like 30 players in the NFL that have decided to opt out for this year because of the COVID-19 concerns. Not necessarily that they have contacted it, but they're concerned about it, okay? And it looks like there's really like one or two players from each team. Now, by the deadline, there could be at least 64 players out, all right? But here's the deal, and no one's really talking about that except us. Not one coach has decided to participate in this because there is no 150000 or $350,000 waiting on the sidelines for coaches like there is for players who opt out. Coaches yeah. are not in a union. And the po- coaches probably are more at risk than players because of their age. Right. There's a well, the deal certainly. right there.
6: Well, yeah, the coaches that are 65 or older, they are. <laughs> They're right. absolutely at higher risk. So, yeah, it's an interesting point by you. I hadn't considered that about the stipend. Where's the stipend for a coach that says, you know what? I've got a newborn baby or I'm over 65 years old or whatever the case may be. It's a different ballgame as far as that goes. Yeah. And you look at the NFL, they're trying to move up the deadline. So with this new pact, right, the agreement because of COVID and what the rules and regulations are going to be, it's supposed to be August 8th. That would be the deadline for players to opt out of the entire season. And the NFL, they're trying to move that up to Tuesday or Wednesday. They're trying to have the the deadline earlier in the week so you don't have as many players opting out. It's like... I don't understand that, Andy. What if right before the season, someone says, you know what, I just can't play? Is he going to be handcuffed to the team facility? Like, oh, no, 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 you missed the deadline. You're playing. Like, I don't see how that's going to be the case. I know they're going to be, it's going to be structured differently. You might not get the stipend. You might not get the accrued year, all of those type of things. Right. But you still, if you don't want to play, you're not going to play.
3: Well, it, to me, I have to make a parallel here to what Rob Manfred said. Like, It's on you, basically. It's on you, players. No. If a guy doesn't want to play or if a a family member contracts COVID-19, he's going to come back and say, I'm not playing because I don't want my teammates to to, to get this. So you have to – let them walk away you'd have to let them walk away and, and again would. what what if a yeah. coach contracts I mean it, it's so crazy look Matthew Stafford right now he's in protocol isn't he he's he, he's, uh, he's on the on list the, he's on the, he's on the list. list but it, it we don't know if he has it, it
6: or yeah right go ahead yeah he, or he's been mm. possibly exposed to it or what, right, it, it doesn't necessarily mean he has it but uh it, it could <laughs> it could mean that yeah
3: Well, and and people are going to say, well, does he or does he not? Well, obviously, the the rule is it's a HIPAA situation. You know, unless a player agrees to have his name released, then you don't know if he has it or not. That's why the other day when they had those players, I think on St. Louis with the Cardinals in baseball, they said two players. Well, their names have not been released because, A, uh, they're not giving permission to have their names released because of HIPAA rules. Yeah.
6: Right. So for Matthew Stafford, he's on the COVID reserve list. It's for players that have either tested positive or have been quarantined. So that's where we are with Stafford. We don't know if he has it or not.
3: Not okay, sure. so Vin, Vinay came back, and I said "But last time I looked was 30. 36 players currently on rosters, and one player who was a free agent have opted out as of yesterday. What does this do, and what does this mean for the NFL? Because I think the NFL right now, as college football is, they're walking on eggshells. They really are. Will there be a season? It's going to be very, very difficult to have a season. It really will be. And players are falling like flies right now. You look, 36 players gone. I just you know, the credibility factor is going to be missing. That's that's the thing.
6: Here's the thing, Andy. Where it stands right now, this is a blip on the radar. It really is. It's going to hurt teams more than it hurts the league. It hurts the Patriots. They've had seven players opt out. It hurts the Patriots more than it hurts the NFL collectively. Because when the Patriots have Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung, those are defensive starters opting out of the season. That's a lot of talent. If we had these same seven players get hurt in training camp, we'd be like, whoa, big blow for the Patriots. Whether it's a training camp injury or it's COVID concerns, those players aren't suiting up either way. So that's a big loss for the Patriots. But that list is going to have to be a lot longer, and the names are going to have to be a lot bigger for it to really come into play in terms of However you want to say it, the integrity of the game or the integrity of the wins, I don't think they've been greatly minimized as of yet. You're gonna to have to see a lot more players and a lot bigger names than what we have.
3: Bigger right names. That that's the key. You hit it right on that. You have to underline the fact big. You lose a receiver, a big time receiver, or a quarterback, a big name quarterback, right, then right. they're in trouble. That's that's the dagger, it really is. But I'll tell you what, let's talk about peer pressure. You know, you're a guy that's on the fence. You know, you and I are teammates on some team. You decide to opt out, we're buds. And these are to the come to me and say, you know, you really, I mean, you got a kid, or a kid on the way. You got your wife. You got your parents. You know, you, you, know, the peer pressure there, that may multiply as we get closer to this deadline and we may see more.
6: Sure. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it gets even more real depending on where COVID goes. Maybe the numbers spike toward the beginning of the football season. We don't know where it's going to be by then. Maybe your life situation changes. A bit, You know, maybe, I don't know, you have to move in your father-in-law to your home, right? And all of a sudden, COVID becomes a a bigger responsibility and a bigger concern. It could go any which way. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of, it's a fluid situation. And the way players, their status of whether they're playing or not, it's going to be impacted in a lot of different scenarios.
3: Well, the only thing that's working right now is the bubble. The bubble format, really, and I don't know who thought about that. I could give Adam Silver credit, I guess. He's the commissioner of the NBA. MLS, it's working. It's working in the NBA. That's the only way it can work if, in fact, people remain in that bubble. But you've got baseball where you're traveling. You're going to different cities. You're going to hotels in and out. And you could live at home when you get home to play at home. Same thing with the NFL. There's no bubble. And, and more than that, there's immediate contact almost on every play. You know, guys are spinning. on on one another. You get, you get a, a nose tackle over a center and the center's spinning on him? Come on. Really? That's the way it is. I mean, they're, they're on top of one another. So I, I don't see it happening. And I pray to goodness because without football, we are screwed, oh, blued, God. and tattooed. We really. Are. And I'm not being selfish by saying that <laughs> as far as talk show hosts and sports. Just like for interest, for, for diversity. You talk about diversity? I, I don't want to get up every day and do nothing. I want to follow right. football.
6: Well, listen, man. You're just being a realist. I dislike when, if you're a realist and you rattle off all the things you just did, that somehow you are against the season happening. That that's a really stupid takeaway. <laughs> there well, have been yeah. some people. Yeah. Kyle Brandt from uh, the NFL Network. He's on Good Morning Football. He got roasted pretty good on Twitter because he put it out there where he's like, "It seems like a lot of people are actually rooting for this to happen, for there not to be an NFL season. Who's That's rooting not for who. COVID? That's what ridiculous. What morons doing that? Yeah, no one's rooting for COVID. So we love ball. We absolutely want to see a season, but I just don't see it being realistic, man. When you're in, the- Do you
3: know who's rooting for COVID. Now this sounds crazy, Antonio Brown. Because if more players fall out, someone's going to sign him. Although yeah. he does have an eight-game suspension on the line.
6: Yeah, I don't. I can't say that AB is rooting for COVID. I, you know, his agent suspended is suspended for eight games, and hmm. the more COVID results, it, it threatens the season as a whole. Like he's, I, 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 I see it differently as far as that goes. But I understand where you're coming from. It's just, look, man, no one's rooting for COVID. But if you're no. just doing the math and you're saying, well, all of a sudden it's uh, highly contagious. Uh, if you want to social distance, you, you can't do that in football. Your main weapons are detection, which is testing, and then mm-hmm. isolation, which is quarantining. Uh, that's what you got. So if you don't know that someone's positive right away and it takes sometimes days to incubate, and the test to show up positive, well, it's not going to work. It's not going to work that way.
3: I'm with you. And what surprises me that so many players have contacted or have been in contact with it, and I have yet to hear of a coach involved in the NFL, unless they're keeping that quiet. I don't know. I mean, maybe the coaches aren't getting tested. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on behind the curtain. Look, I really don't.
6: It's just it's wishful thinking to the nth degree. Where, to hear Bruce Arians, the Tampa Bay head coach, say, "Well, travel—we we don't travel as much as baseball," and it's—that's well, true, but yeah. that's not where the comparisons end. Like, it is everything isn't favorable for the NFL in comparison to baseball. Look at the numbers on the roster. Look at the nature of the game.
3: Right. And Vinay just reminded me, Sean Payton did have it. The coach of the Saints had it earlier this year. But I think he had it when there was nothing going on. I mean, he just contracted it, but there was no content. There was no football operations going on at the time.
6: That's right. Yeah. So what happens when they're going full tilt in practice, when there are games? I hate to be a realist in this. I wish I could give you compelling reasons for the wishful thinking to be more than just wishful, I just don't see it. Yeah, I'll be absolutely pleasantly surprised if the NFL can somehow keep the train on the train tracks and keep I'm playing games this season. I just, they're going to try. I just don't see it su- succeeding, man. I don't. I'll be pleasantly surprised if it does.
3: I I would, too. Comments are welcome always on Twitter. Open 24-7. We rarely are. Get them at The No Show. That's Brian No at The No Show, N-O-E Show. At Andy Furman, FSR, 877-99 on Fox. That's our phone number, 877-996-6369. Bottom barrel betting in this hour. And the return of Nose picks in hour number three. That's tremendous. And don't you go anywhere, really. Because one future Hall of Famer just Got a new weapon. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card...
4: Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it.
0: And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel...
3: He called it a risk. We'll tell you why in just about a minute. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. 21 past the hour, Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And away we go because we're talking ball, and that makes your head spin. I know it does. Just like in The Exorcist. Just like in The Exorcist. Love
6: talking ball. It's You know, it's tough. It's almost like uh, you start talking ball, and there's this – I don't know. There's this wreck on the highway that you kind of want to look over called COVID.
3: (laughs) It's it's hard to
6: just talk ball without looking at the car wreck, right? But we'll try.
3: We'll do a little rubbernecking right now. You know, you hit it on the head months ago when Tom Brady was talking about leaving, eventually left New England, goes to Tampa Bay with the Buccaneers. And you said, hey, he left because, A, he has a better chance of winning there, and there's more offensive weapons there. That's why he left. So, uh, you know, no one was sh- shocked or surprised, but Tampa Bay now, and I looked at their roster the other day. They just signed the uh, LaShawn McCoy, who's a 12-year veteran in the league, and that roster is pretty darn good. That roster in yeah. Tampa Bay right now is real good. I mean, Brady a quarterback. Running back could be a question. They drafted uh Keshawn Vaughn. So I don't know what's going to happen with the running back position. But you look at the tight ends. O.J. Howard, Gronk is there. Mike Evans at receiver. Chris Goodwin. I mean, th- this is a loaded Godwin. team. Godwin, I'm sorry. a uh, Godwin, uh, this is a-, a loaded team. I think the only question mark they may have is the kicking game. that That may be a problem for them.
6: Uh, Matt well, got, listen, Matt man. Gay it's, was, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny you mentioned that. It just shows how uh, how COVID has taken us away from focusing on the season, focusing on rosters. You know, how, how much college football? Not to take a complete detour, but hear me out. How much yeah. college football have we talked about on the field? You know what I mean? Just breaking down, hey, can Trevor Lawrence win another national yeah. championship? And all It's just so far off the radar. So when you mentioned Tampa's kicking game, I'm like, man, I haven't even <laughs> yeah. thought about that. You might be right, but due to COVID, there are layers that we just haven't been able to get to. Look, man, it's a good roster. If you compare it to the Patriots, especially, and oh. there was no way to know this, with the opt-outs, wow. man, Brady's in a much better spot than Cam Newton is right now.
3: I'm with you right there. But again, I, I hope I see uniforms on these guys in action on the field because, yeah. you know, it's, it's funny because you did mention something. And I'm going to bring it back up again. It's almost like the rubbernecking on a highway with an accident. And first we have preseason games. Then they went from four to two and now from two to zip. So it's like you're stripping every little bit. It's like like when Lou Williams goes to the strip club. They take a little bit off at of a time. That's what they do at the strip club, right? So that's what the NFL is doing to us.
6: What are they doing? What what's the the comparison with the strip club? How are they taking things? Well, 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 oh, I well, see. Well, You're talking you clothes. No, oh, I'm, yes. Of course. Took me a second. Get, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I hear you, man. It's look, we don't know what it's going to look like. But just in terms of, let's just stick with opts, opting out. Donovan mm-hmm. Smith, who is the left tackle for Tampa Bay, he has talked about not being comfortable with where things are. Going to have a newborn baby. And Mm -hmm. he might opt out. He hasn't done that yet, but he might in the next few days or before the season at some point. So we don't know. We don't know what Tampa's roster is exactly going to look like. We don't know what many NFL rosters are going to look like exactly. It's a fluid situation. So I'll say this, Andy. I don't think it's the time for bold predictions where I heard, (laughs) who was it? Uh, Rodney Harrison said Cam Newton's going to make – Patriot fans forget about Tom Brady, and it's like wow. what? What? Are, that that's ridiculous to begin with, but especially with COVID and players opting out, like there's no chance of that happening now.
3: Well, I will say this much: uh, you know, you mentioned the Donovan Smith, the left tackle, which is a tremendous position, a very important position, protecting the quarterback. I would think that Tom Brady got a hold of him early on, and I don't think he's going to be opting out. I'm just my my guest. I don't know anything about that, but I think Brady's gotten to him maybe yeah. financially or whatever it may be. I don't know. Saying, what well, do you think? I don't know.
6: I, it's, look, I, I, who knows? Who knows what he's saying? And it could be like, hey, Big Donovan, we need you, man. We need you. Can, <laughs> yeah. Is it okay? Can you play? I don't know. I, I joking, half-jokingly said, you know how when a player will accomplish something great and he'll get gifts? For his offensive line and stuff, right? Like, right. Maybe right. this is a gift that Brady got before the season, based on the pandemic, and that's that's half mostly kidding, but there, there's a little bit of seriousness there. It's a weird middle ground as a teammate to, on one hand, completely understand concerns of COVID. Belichick said the other day he was asked about it, and he's like, "I support these players 100. percent You can't say anything differently. How could you not? Right. You have to. You right. have to." Support their decision if they're not comfortable playing, but at the same time, as a coach or a teammate, you're thinking, "Hey, man, who's going to protect my blindside over here?" So you're right. you're a little bit conflicted there, right? You're trying to find the middle ground between understanding and saying, "Hey, big fellow, we kind of need you over here."
3: Right, and they had a player, their tight end Cameron Bright, who had uh, he was diagnosed with uh, COVID nineteen earlier this year. He's recovered right now, but right now, I, I think he's saying it's a calculated risk. To play the game. It really is. And look, you know, for a logical person, you got to believe that it is somewhat of a calculated risk. But again, it's their livelihood. It's their business. That's why there's such a difference between college and pro. People say, well, why are they playing in the NFL and college kids don't want to play? Well, college kids aren't getting paid. This is their livelihood. This is their their life's sure. work.
6: Yeah, And, you know, if you think about it, if they are playing NFL games, and knock on wood, they do. You and I, we, yeah. we're skeptical, yeah. but let's just say it's happening. Think about baseball for a, a second here. Does the NFL mirror baseball? Meaning, baseball started. There was some things to talk about. You know, Joe Kelly's throwing at the, the, at the Astros, and and then all of a sudden, COVID, 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 COVID has dominated the talking points of the MLB season so far. It's right. not the only thing we've talked about, but that's what's dominated it. Is that the way it's going to be, even if NFL games continue to be played? Is it going to be the same sort of scenario? And I could very well see it being that way.
3: Especially, think, especially if the people contract it after a game or after a test during the week. So that would be the story. Look, the story is going to be COVID number one, and who's going to stand for the national anthem number two? That those are the stories. And I hate to say that because, I, I, honestly, at this point in time, the game is the most important thing to me. You know, if you believe in standing, fine. If you believe in kneeling, fine. I have no problem. I'm not taking sides on this anymore. I don't, I don't want that to be. You know what? Talk show hosts love this. The standing and kneeling and masks or no masks have become tremendous topics on talk radio. And I'm sick of it already, really. You do what you want to do. It's proven that masks will help. Wear a mask. I'm not going to put a gun to your head to wear one, but I think you should. When I go out, I wear one.
6: Well, listen, man. It's one of these deals. All I'm saying is this, and I hear you, and and whatever the pecking order is, I just hope, and I think this is a really an unrealistic hope at this point. I hope that we can focus on the game, like what's yeah, happening, who's right? beating who, but with COVID, with the. A lot of people are, and I hear you, they're going to be focusing on the protesting. I know the president of the free world is going to. and There are going to be a right. lot of uh, conversations as a result of that. But the focus on the field, man, there are a lot of challenges in terms of that happening this year. This is a year unlike anything before, man.
3: And I hope it never happens again. I hope by the time sports rolls around next year, God willing, there's a vaccine and we move along and this will be something we could laugh about and joke about and say, hey, that was a funny year in 2020, but I I hope we never see this again. I really do. I I pray.
6: That's a great way to look at it where I look at it like that, too, is I know this is going to end. I just don't know when, but when it does end, just think about the bash it's going to be. Imagine if we're able to have the Olympics next year. And there's yeah. been a vaccine and it's safe. Can you imagine the celebration that will be when you get back to life as we knew it before the pandemic? It's going to be amazing. Imagine getting back to sports the way it was before the pandemic. You're going to fully embrace it, right? If you're a sports fan, you, you love things more. You didn't know what you had until you, you missed it, right? Until you it'll lost be Marty, it.
3: It'll be Mardi Gras on steroids. It will, You're right, for a sports
6: fan. You'll, if we get back to talking about the kicking game of Tampa Bay and if you know right. Matt Gay is going to be able to get it done as a fifth-round pick out of Utah, sign me up for that, man. As soon as we can get away from COVID, I'm all about that happening.
3: I'm with you there. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And you thought... He was number one. Think again, but here's a guy who's always been number one. Brian (laughs) Fenley with the latest.
8: Thank you so much, Dad. Daddy. There we go. Yeah, I love that drop. NBA from Saturday, guys. T.J. Warren dizzies the 76ers defense, scoring 53 points as the Pacers close line the 76ers 127-121. T.J. Leaf emasculated Joel Embiid in this game, dunking in his face. The Raptors. Throttle the Lakers 107 92. LA has not beaten Toronto since 2014. Paul George pours in eight three pointers. The Clippers make 25 to terrorize the Pelicans 126 103. After the game, here's George talking. The outside shooting. Progress.
5: It feels great. I mean at that point is find the open man. The team gets going like that. You want to share the ball because you want everybody to be a part of that. I thought it was contagious tonight. One guy made a shot, next guy made a shot, then the ball just start hopping around. We was finding the open man all night.
8: Also, the Thunder and Heat winning on Saturday as well. NHL restart began Saturday with its best-of-three series. The Flames grill the Jets 4-1. Jeff Petrie, the game-winner in overtime as the Canadiens take down the Penguins 3-2 in Major League Baseball. The NL Central leading Cubs record three home runs to dispose of the Pirates 4-3. The Rockies are atop of the NL West after slurping up the Padres 6-1. Also, the Twins foil the Indians 3-0. Kenta Maeda giving up no runs in six innings of work. Minnesota is now 6-2 and on the air. They lead the NL Central by one game. And the Angels notch a sack fly and shove aside the Astros 5-4 in 10 innings. Houston now bar crawling to 4-4 and on the season. Back to my father, Andy Furman, and my godfather, Brian No, <laughs>
6: By the way, as a man who's very fond of adjectives, yeah. Big B, this is nitpicking. Sure, but, you know, Paul George going with contagious. You know, in a day and age of COVID, maybe you go to adjective number two on
8: the list. You I know didn't say co- I didn't say contagious. I, I know,
6: I know. He said it in the soundbite. Yeah, which exactly. He played right,
8: right Very, right. very professional. I thought up- you were blaming you. me, Brian. How, no, 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 no. Not
3: blaming you at all. he's <laughs> no, Paul George. No, no. that's
8: a all good right. point. Back to to we'll see you in an hour.
3: All right. Are you surprised with this pick? Well, you'll find out in just about a minute. He's Brian Noe. i Andy Furman. And, of course, welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And, of course, BBB, bottom-barrel betting in less than 10 minutes, but... A list. You know, people come out with lists when you have no sports, and we've had no sports basically for about four months until this week. So, what they do, they come out with lists. And lists are great talking points and it gives a lot of fodder for people. But there's a list right now. And this list kind of like stood out big time for me. We don't talk a lot of lists, you and I, but this one will give us some conversation. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes is not number one. On this list, at least in the NFL top 100, Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, the reigning MVP in the NFL, is a top NFL quarterback by way of the NFL network's top 100 players of 2020. And Mahomes was number four. You could argue back and forth and say what you want to say. And I guess that you could say that, you know, they had the most wins last year and what basically Jackson did for his yeah. team. But. It's kind of strange. And maybe they did it on purpose to have guys like you and me discuss it. Maybe that's why they did it.
6: Well, it's the players. The players vote on this thing. To have Patrick Mahomes fourth on this list makes the list stupid. I <laughs> agree. This the bottom line here, man. When it goes Lamar Jackson, number one, followed by Russell Wilson, Aaron Donald of the Rams, and then Patrick Mahomes. Let me ask you this, Andy. Aaron Donald, he's a fantastic player. We get that. But if you are picking teams, you can pick any player in the NFL to start your NFL team with for 2020, you're telling me you're starting your team with Aaron Donald instead of Patrick Mahomes? No. There's no freaking way at all. So for Mahomes to be fourth, it's a joke. For him to be under Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson has done nothing but wet himself in the playoffs. How could you have Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes when the playoffs is what matters most? And Mahomes has absolutely separated himself
3: And if Baltimore would have gone just a little bit deeper in the playoffs, I could maybe agree. A little deeper? How
6: about winning a game? How about not being one and done?
3: Right. I mean, a little deeper, obviously. But still, the fact that Mahomes won it all. That's got to be the crowning blow right there. He won it all. And he was a Super Bowl MVP. Right. And even I I guess
6: the votes were before the playoffs, which make no sense to me. But... Even if that's the case, you still had Mahomes in the AFC Championship game the previous year, right? He was a league MVP the previous year in 2018. So there was more than enough to go with Mahomes over Lamar, even if the votes were were done before the playoffs. It just it makes no sense. None. Zero. I love well, Frank you know, Schwab. He's hmm. from Yahoo. I'll yeah. have him on the Portland show every now and then. And I got a, a an alert. He had a column and it said, Uh, Yeah, Patrick Mahomes should have garnered more respect... But let's not pretend that Lamar Jackson's number one ranking is undeserved. No, we should exactly be reacting that way. Because it is. It's completely undeserved. It's not even close to being It's a slap in the face, Dan.
3: It's stupid. It's a stupid list. It doesn't mean anything except that you and I are talking about it. But I've got news for you. You and I shouldn't have to defend Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes right now is probably at home laughing about it because he signed (laughs) that 10-year extension worth over $500 million. So he could care less about lists and Uh, where he uh, is ranked.
6: That violation. What did you say, Andy? He could what? I could could care less. That that another violation. He couldn't couldn't he couldn't care less. That's right. It's all right. It's all good, Okay. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah, it's it's all right. Uh, Sorry to alarm you. When I
3: get excited, I go in that direction. That's what happens. Well, hey, listen,
6: man. I think Patrick Mahomes. He's handled these things very very well. I loved it on Twitter. He just put an emoji of a list, right? Like he's keeping a list of people that are underestimating him. I thought that was very well played. He wasn't like in his feelings, like, oh, how dare you disrespect me? It was smart. It was a good savvy move. And the other part of this real fast, Andy, is I love hearing from the players all the time where they're like, we should vote on the MVP because we're players and we know what's going on and we're on the same field and blah, blah. And then we get this. Then we get Patrick Mahomes fourth on the top 100 list. Just an absolute joke.
3: Ridiculous. I don't know what's worse though, having players voting for MVPs or All Stars because they know one another. So I'll vote for you if you vote for me, or having fans voting for baseball All Stars <laughs> when you go to a stadium. <laughs> and I used to go to the games and sit up in the stands, and these guys would hand out these punch cards for the All Star team, and I see a guy sitting next to me getting forty-five little punch cards. I, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, so come, and, and, why, and here's another thing: Why would a guy in a National League city? I live in a National League city. Why would you vote for American League All Stars? You never seen them play. Really? You should both listen, man.
6: That's fine. I hear you on all of that, but the players will always look down at the fans of like oh right. They don't they don't know what they're doing and they're biased and they have their allegiances and all players are no different. Players are sometimes worse in instances. Oh yeah. Right, right. So don't look down at the fans who are granted, horrible at voting for things. Yes, awful. It's not as if the players are world's better. Oftentimes, they're just as bad, if not worse. Hence, Patrick Mahomes being fourth on this list. If the fans made the same list, you think Mahomes is fourth in the league? Really?
10: Oh,
3: if the coaches made the list. Yeah. If coaches voted. Or media people. Right? Right. right. Nate, I mean, I... I... Human beings.
6: <laughs> no, normal people. Yes. We're not having I mean, Mahomes fourth on the list. That's crazy. Come well, on. Well, the
3: Twitter. good news is I, I hadn't seen much of this list being publicized. Maybe because they knew it was ridiculous. I mean, obviously the NFL Network pushed it pretty hard, but I didn't see it in print anywhere.
6: Can I go conspiracy theory on you here, Andy Furman? Please do. Please do. What if uh, NFL Network, <laughs> who's going to know? Who's going to know what the exact votes are? You know, Who knows how it's tabulated? at uh- Patrick Mahomes fourth on the list. That's going to get a lot more attention than Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Number one and that's why
3: t- look. If he was number one, we probably wouldn't even talk about this no, list. Oh, yeah. There's nothing right. to really talk about. So there. NFL Network's loving it because we we fell into the trap. They sucked us in the web. That's do you what they buy the
6: conspiracy theory that yes, NFL I Network do. is like, you yes, know what? I we do. kind of magically lost a couple of the Mahomes ballots here? Like, eh, eh, yeah,
3: yeah, no, Some PR guy in the back room at the NFL Network said, you know what? If we put Mahomes fourth, we may get some more play on this list. Yeah. Yeah, that's Who's going to know it. better? What
6: player's right. going to be like, no, I voted for Mahomes number one. Like, they're not going to know any better.
3: You're exactly right. As usual, you're exactly right. He's Brian Noah, I'm Andy Furman. We're proudly brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. Works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, back aches, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. There's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. Works fast and you won't stink. It's the game that keeps on giving heartaches. We call it bottom barrel betting. And it's freaking next.
5: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! Coming!
3: of barrel betting coming right up. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. About 12 minutes before the top of the hour, but we got a game to play, so let's play it. You
5: got that thing for me? It's bottom. Bottom. Oh, no.
11: You thought you was lame. Barrow, barrel. You put my, barrel, my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Betting.
3: All right, we're going to play the game with our leader Vinay. And before we play the game, B, we got some tremendous tweets coming in from Authentic oh, Allen. Yeah. We'll do that at top the top of the hour. hour. Man, for top sure. of the hour, baby. Lots, oh yeah, oh yeah. Hang of with day. us. Some but but Vinay take butt-hurt
6: people out there, man. Yeah, I mean,
10: yeah right. Yeah, definitely. We'll we'll definitely, some conversation had on, uh, based, oh, on yes. based on oh, yes. based oh, on based yes. on the last yeah. uh, segment. And we'll there. take care. Of I think someone has a Lamar
6: Jackson foam finger. Maybe it's Lamar Jackson. No, nah, I don't think so. I don't think he's. Uh, you don't think he's like a burner that? burner guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. All yeah. right,
10: all right. What's so a... it's good to be on. Good to be on with you guys again. Thank you for your kind words at the top of the hour. You know, I do my best. It's, they're well yeah. deserved. It's a it's a it's a fun show to be a part of. I'm glad that I'm uh, I get up at, in the middle of the night just to join <laughs> you guys.
6: There you go, man. For sure, we're glad <laughs> to have nice. you here, Vin. Love there's having out.
10: you. Oh, I love it. So we get to the games, um, Andy. A Way rare four in one week. Whoa. Wow. You hear that? S-s- that's how hot I, I am. I, I just, I don't know where it co- came from. Brian going Listen two to. Listen, T, why are
3: you putting me down? You make me feel like a moron. I know I'm a moron. <laughs>
10: really. no, no put downs. It's just, you know, the, the, they're very rare at this point. I've been pretty good the last three, four weeks. No, not bad. I think everybody's right. been hovering around 500 over the past month so but yeah good, English good.
3: Premier League I love the EPL I'm an I'm a animal with that really
10: yeah so we move on it's a new week in bottom barrel betting we're gonna start with the MLB Tampa Bay Rays at Baltimore Orioles over under of 10 total runs in the game what do you what guys what if they don't here? play
3: what if they don't play
10: Well, you know, side note on that, I would like to say I'm very disappointed in MLB. The Toronto Blue Jays and Washington Nationals both had their games canceled this weekend. Yet they were both in the exact same city and could have played a series and then changed the schedule later on to make up for the Marlins. But, you know, that's a uh, little side (laughs) note for the mistakes that MLB keeps making across the MLB makes mistakes. That's weird. I yeah, Really? It's a, yeah. it's news to me. It's the first I'm hearing of it. But wow. I'll, let B ta-
3: I'll let B go first on this one. Wait B, a minute. Go. Wait a minute. Big winner. Big yeah, winner. Big winner four in one first. week, and you oh, want extra okay. information over here. You'll know, oh, no, you know, no, you go oh, no. first. Okay. So what uh, are the odds again? Raising or under Orioles. 10 runs. Under 10 runs? Over, under of 10 over. runs. Uh, Good I go Lord, under. you act
6: like you're under. new to this whole thing, Andy. I
3: know. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing with you now. I go under 10 runs, under.
6: Over, over all day. This isn't just going really? against you. We got a couple of hacks on the mound tonight. What if and, they play uh, seven innings? What if they They're play seven innings? They're playing a full innings. game. They're playing, it's a full we'll It's see. not a doubleheader over here. It's a all race. They right. can score runs.
3: Yeah, we'll score see. fast, we'll over 10. Okay. Don't be
10: so confident. I'm confident here.
3: <laughs> Might right. even bet it.
10: Who knows? Let's see where all that right. confidence leads to the England National League Soccer Horrogate Town is plus 105 at Knotts County minus 135. How about Knott's Landing? Knotts
6: Landing. I'm going uh, with the favorite, minus 135, Knotts County? Man, that just sounds like a powerful t shirt right there, right? I mean,
3: no, I like to get when I'm going with Knotts County. County. Yeah. I, I, I didn't I want to get a shirt. Property of Knotts County.
10: You'll have to write a letter for that one.
3: Yeah, but you know what? It's more money overseas. It's like a dollar a letter. To go out of the country, I thought even you to were Canada. The,
10: aren't you the one single-handedly keeping the post office afloat? I'm trying my best,
3: but like <laughs> oh, international mail, that's tough. It's expensive. only you
10: would point to that, Andy.
6: It just shows how many letters you're cranking. <laughs> out. I,
3: I do. I crank out a lot, but when you go to Canada, Mexico, any place out of the USA, it's a dollar.
6: <laughs> yeah, another <laughs> that's side. Not note. that much more than a normal cost, right? Like, how many international cents letters are you sending? Good lord!
3: Once in a while,
10: to the Raptors, go to the Raptors. You know, Toronto NBA. Yeah. All right, so we All move right, on ahead. to the Australia National Rugby League. League, The Manly League. Sea Eagles are minus 450 at the New Zealand Warriors. What do you guys got here? Go ahead, B.
6: I mean, I'd love to go underdog here. But minus but 450? Come on. Uh, this is a slam dunk. This is a easy. This is a layup, Vinay. I almost feel bad like strengthening my record by going with a favorite oh. at minus 450.
3: I'm going with the Sea Eagles. How do you like that? I got to see Eagles. A
10: lot of shared uh, shared picks this week. So uh hopefully we can get some different things. Well he's on trying to figure he,
3: he's trying to read my mind because he's he's intimidated. See, I got a condo in his head now. Ah yeah, I've so
10: gone first two
6: out of three. You know?
3: <laughs> oh, well, you right. piped down right. over there. But right. you're watching my sheet, you're watching my hand when I'm checking.
6: When Why? I'm checking I already br- I already handed in my score sheet. Okay, you oh, go ahead, Vinay. All right, we, looking at? we
10: got two quick ones here. Winning car number the Foxwood Resort Casino three hundred one in New Hampshire. The oh. car number will the winner will be an odd at plus one hundred and fifty or even at two hundred. Odd, odd, oh, definitely odd.
6: I'll go even. The heck with it. Let's have a oh, spirited wow. disagreement on this oh, one. Wow. All
10: right, and finally, finally, we have the CBA playoffs. We have the Sturgeons at the Beijing Ducks. Beijing Ducks. Are minus seven.
3: What is it, the China Basketball Association? Yes, it is. Okay, go ahead, B.
10: Dogs are barking. Give me
6: the seven points. Underdog city.
3: I got the favorite. I got the favorite. How's
10: that? Oh, I don't want had three has. disagreements. There, it's we, good. Go. And and there number, we go. And then that's that's bottom okay. barrel betting for this week. Yeah,
3: thank you very much. You know, one NBA player makes a statement. That's on Fox Sports Sunday coming up next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 He took a stand. We'll get to that in just about a minute, but right now it's time to say, as we always do, wake up, America! There we go. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. On car insurance, visit Geico. for a free rate quote. This is the Power Hour, aka the Hour of Power, and I tell you, I promise, there's no one more powerful in the world of sports talk radio, and who works harder than my partner and friend, the one, yeah. the only, Mister B, Brian. No, hello, B. What's going on? Uh, pleased to be here with you, Andy Furman,
6: as always, man. And I still, gosh, I I don't know what I've been doing. I got to send out the picture of the apple cinnamon. We of four pictures. Apple one cinnamon thing to yeah we got time yeah. you know uh, it, it's great, it great to you, have you owed me a bet right like for the people are yeah. maybe just joining us here you owed me some apple cinnamon neutral grain bars apple and cinnamon there have been numerous attempts and uh you know we're still looking for the neutral grain bars it's okay right right that's the why the picture is so been a couple of boxes yeah. of uh off brand <laughs> or off flavor or whatever but uh I do appreciate the effort. Just quick explanation I'm trying. There, there.
3: I'm trying. I'll get it right one day. I'm trying. You know, we it. do You're have there. a couple of tweets from Authentic Allen. I'm going to put them on hold a little bit. So, AA a squared Authentic Allen, hold on. Maybe we'll push it to the next segment. Because I think this is a bigger story because the NBA was in day three yesterday. had five games yesterday going on. But And look, people are concerned with LeBron. Don't worry. LeBron will be fine. I mean, if you look at his line yesterday, and certainly the Lakers lost to the Raptors 107-92. Uh, and his box score line wasn't bad 20 points 10 boards five assists shot seven for 15 but he's having some problems now Uh field goal percentage not doing that well like 38 percent from the floor give him time these guys have been off four months believe yeah. me it, it gotta get a little bit of the rust off I'm not worried about LeBron
6: well look Kawhi did a great job against LeBron in that first restart game Lakers Clippers and uh It just shows you how big of a megastar LeBron is for him to be the focal point after last night's game against the Raptors when Anthony Davis was on a milk carton, just nowhere to be found, right? It just shows you how big of a megastar LeBron is. Let LeBron have a game like that and listen to the conversation. Anthony right. Davis, he's a star player. You can't be having a performance like that. But he's not polarizing.
3: Raptors. That's the difference. He's not polarizing like LeBron. And that's the thing. And I, and I love LeBron. He, he speaks his mind, and that's fine. You know, he uses the NBA as a, as a podium, and he's done a lot. He's done a lot of good. He really has. You know, he, he built schools in Akron for kids. So so he's a polarizing guy. He calls the president the bum on Twitter. So, okay, you know, we, we things like that. We get all like that.
6: that. We get it. Yeah. He's a megastar. Like, he's done many things to build his profile off of the court. But even though Anthony Davis doesn't have that profile, it doesn't mean it makes sense for it to be a shrug of the shoulders collectively when he has an off night like that. It doesn't make any sense. you got to be better than that. He was unbelievable against the Clippers. You can't turn in a dud of a performance like that against Toronto and it just be swept under the rug. It doesn't work like that.
3: He scored 34 points against the Clippers, and he was nowhere to be found last night. But I, I guess one of the I guess the takeaways from yesterday's five games, the Heat beat up on the Nuggets, 125-105. But the story there was Myers Leonard, who basically stood during the National Anthem before that game against the Devon Nuggets, saying that he can both be a patriot and a supporter of Black Lives Matter. And honestly... It's a great answer. I don't know what it means. I, look, I, I'm not opposed to either one. You're God bless you. Be a patriot. God bless you. Black Lives Matter. I, I'm with you. I follow you. But, you know, to me, I think you would be intimidated not to stand because you may get some looks and some shoulders shrugging in the clubhouse, in the locker room after the game with your teammates.
6: Well, That's the look, problem. Uh, there would be a couple of problems. Uh, I would stand because, I, like Myers Leonard, he said – there is a line in the sand, and it says, if I don't kneel, then I'm not with Black Lives Matter. That is not true. So he's saying, I certainly support Black Lives Matter. I am very aware of what is going on, but I can be both. My patriotism runs deep. He's got a brother who's in the military. Um, So I, I look at it like that, Andy, where you can be both. You can be a supporter of Black Lives Matter while standing for the anthem. And the reason I would... I would pause or have some, uh, I don't know, I'd be conflicted to a degree, is because I wouldn't want people to think I was saying something that I'm not. It wouldn't be, if I'm standing, me saying, no, I don't support Black Lives Matter, I don't support the movement. No, that's not the message at all, whatsoever. Right. I would hate that it would distract from the focus and that my teammates are going to be at, hey, what do you think about Brian standing? And It's this whole thing, right? I would hate for that to be the case. But just like Myers, if I was in that position, I would say, look, man, I absolutely support the movement. He
3: wore and a my, Black Lives Matter t-shirt. Yeah, I, he was wearing a Black Lives Matter t-shirt over his jersey. It's just
6: it's crazy. Yeah. That's what it's, it's turned into in a lot of instances where there's so much reading between the lines and there are so many things that are perceived to be, oh, well, it must mean you're against it. I look at it like this, Andy. The Miami Dolphins, I'll use them as an example. I love the Dolphins. I don't agree with everything they've done throughout the years. There have been draft picks they've made that have been terrible. There have been signings that have been terrible. They've had offensive play calls that have been awful. and I criticize them. That doesn't mean I'm against all things Miami Dolphins. So it's comparable with this. You might be against kneeling. Popovich stood, right? Right.
3: But and he's been assistant. so
6: vocal and so supportive of the Black Lives Matter movement. You don't have to kneel to be supportive.
3: But here's the thing that I... There's a lot of hypocrisy going on here. And look, I get it. Greg Popovich uh, served in the military. He's going to stand because he re- he views that as disrespect to the flag, so he'll stand. And the older generation will probably do that more so than the younger generation. But yes, he supports Black Lives Matter. Is it because he has to to keep his team intact? No, no. I mean, that that's the thing I don't get. No. And I, I don't want to go in. I don't want to delve into no, that. No, that's I really don't want true. to. You can stop
6: that right now because it's you can tell... Pop, he should be in Hollywood. Like, he would be the next Denzel Washington level actor if this is just completely, hey, you know, uh, for my gig, like, I got to sell this pretty good. There's no way he's that good of an actor to sell this as long as he has. He believes it. He absolutely believes it. But and and like he's been you been so supportive. So this is but, not an act at all.
3: Right. And the players respect him for that. But there are those, and maybe those outside of the NBA, who believe that if you do not kneel, you're opposed to Black Lives Matter. And that's, that's, that's false. It's totally false. And, and those who do kneel, there are those that believe that is disrespect to the flag. And it is not. It's just an outpouring of, uh, I guess, unity for diversity. That's basically what it is.
6: That's what it is in your eyes. That doesn't mean that's what it is in everybody. Right? Eyes.
3: For in the older generation, those who have fought, those who have been in World War II, whatever it may be, in the Vietnam War, they look at it as disrespect to flag by kneeling. Our president feels that way. He does. Well, look. Mike Dicker said the other day. Didn't yeah, Mike to say yeah, throw him out know. of the? Cunt. I yeah, know. Yeah,
6: we said. Yeah, Dicker. Uh, look, man. Some of the things he said are completely idiotic. He's the same guy that said there hasn't been any oppression over the last 100 years that I can tell. It's like Mike, dude. <laughs> Come on, just get, stop talking. Get at the blind
3: Well, it's the same thing like with Lou Holtz. They're from the same generation. We talked about Lou Holtz several weeks ago. He says these guys should play football. It's like going to war, like Normandy. But it's not Lou. That's, we don't know what yeah, this COVID nineteen is. a completely
6: is. separate subject that really doesn't. Apply here, but in terms of Myers Leonard, okay, he had another interesting statement here. He says, "quote I understand that kneeling during the anthem is not about the flag and the military, but to me, it is based upon real life experiences and real raw emotion that I've had in my life. Mm -hmm. That is what that means to me." And so he's talking about his brother being in the military and all like. So that's the thing, Andy is look. When, when a lot of the players that are kneeling are saying it's not about the flag, I understand what they're saying. But they're doing it during the anthem. So the, if, if somebody ran onto a court or a baseball field or in normal non-pandemic times and said, look, I'm, I'm protesting racial injustice... And uh, they said it has nothing to do with the game. If you're running on the field during the game, it's connected to the game. You can't tell me it has nothing to do with the anthem when it's during the anthem. They're connected. It's not separate.
3: They want to make a statement: Black Lives Matter. And there's no better place to make a statement than during the anthem. I mean, they, they've done it. They they they've did that. My my point in the whole situation is this: You've made your point. You got the exposure now. Not you players, but those involved with Black Lives Matter. What are you going to do about it? What's going to change? I want to see the change. I've seen... The I've the notifi- noticed, you've, you've you got me now. I, I see it. We all know, we're not blind to Black Lives Matter. There's there's notification there's notifications on your jerseys, it's on the court, it's all over the place. You can't miss it. You got right. the exposure that you wanted. You wanted that platform, you got the platform, okay? Now, what are you going to do with it? That's the next stage. I want to see something now. Otherwise, it, it, it doesn't mean anything, right?
6: Okay, great. Yeah, but listen, it, it, a lot of this stuff, it's just a complete waste of time. In terms of the conversations that happen as a result of it, look, right. I, I despise what happened to George Floyd. Breonna Taylor goes on and on and on. Right. I, I want black people to be treated with respect. And it's been long overdue in this country. I want everybody to so be treated to, to with respect. To have respect. some of these conversations, it's like we're just getting off track and we're off in the weeds. And we're we're. it seems like we're not focused on that when we are. The thing that I keep coming back to is this. Like... You can't, in a normal conversation, say, no disrespect, but, and then say whatever you want, and no one takes that is to be disrespectful. It doesn't work like that. So it, it, it's the same thing with the national anthem. Some people are going to look at that, and if a player says, hey, no disrespect meant by kneeling, it doesn't mean that everyone's going to be like, oh, well, okay, sure, then I'm not going to take it as a sign of disrespect. The anthem means different things to different people. No doubt. And, well, and look, so to preface, with it with, to preface it with no disrespect, it doesn't mean everyone's going to be like, oh, okay, well, cool. You know, it doesn't work like that. Right.
3: If I say that to a guy who fought in World War II, he'll say, bull, bull, it is disrespect. And Drew Brees felt that way. And then he kind of t- changed his too when he kind of did some research, I guess, was informed what it meant. I mean, look what happened to Drew Brees. He got drilled. He got killed.
6: Yes, and he still said this week that he hates that he didn't preface his comments and, and talk about right. social change that was necessary. And he also said he's still going to stand because he doesn't believe in kneeling. Right? Like it's, right. it's still the bottom line here. Like We could go in circles all day on this. It's just this, man. It's gotten to a point now where I don't want to waste time and energy bickering about who's kneeling, who's standing, what does it mean? All I'm saying is this. Like, I will never, it will never feel right with someone kneeling for any reason. It just won't to me. So, sorry. But if I say, just like Myers-Leonard, I am with you. I am supporting you. I want you to be treated with respect in this country. I'm not going to be a fan of kneeling. If I'm still your ally... And I'm still fighting along with you. Who freaking cares if it's not my cup of tea or not? It's such a secondary issue. We should stop making it a primary issue at this point.
3: But, but as long as the media is going to s- single out those that do not stand or those that do not kneel, it's going to be an issue. That's the problem. And, and there are those that are going to believe that, well, if Myers Leonard really and truly was with us with Black Lives Matter, then he wouldn't have stood. He would have kneeled. He do you know, think right? that
6: Jonathan Isaac, who is black with the Orlando Magic, who is the first player to stand, right. do you think that right. he is against black people being treated properly in this country? Of course not. Right. Like Anybody in their right mind knows that Myers Leonard wants black people to be treated with respect and be treated properly. Right. So to twist it and be like, well, it kind of seems like you're like, we're in this day and age where kind of means definitely. And it's right. such a joke. Like, it's so, it's ridiculous. And it hurts progress. There are so many people that are mislabeled. And it doesn't help anything get better.
3: And that's what I want to see. I want to see things get better. I mean, standing and kneeling and T-shirts and signage on courts, that's all well and good. We got the message. Now let's see what's going to happen. Oh, We're ready for the second stage, if you will. That was the first stage the the the, uh, the exposure, and they got the exposure, and we'll continue. Because if you want to talk to us on Twitter, you can. And how do you do that? At the No Show, NOE Show, at Andy Furman FSR, 877-99 on Fox. Is our phone number, 877-996-6369. Nose picks the return of at the end of this hour, but the NFL is right around the corner, I hope. And we have this season's winners and losers all for you next. It's time for Authentic Allen. We'll get to that in just about a minute. 21 past the hour of Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. He's Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. We're proudly brought to you by Blue Emu. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist recommended. Odor-free pain relief for muscle pain. Backaches, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. There's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu maximum pain relief works fast, and you won't stink. And B, we're gonna go to the tweets. And I'm so ag- aggravated with this; it makes me crazy. I'm gonna ask you to do me a favor and read the authentic album oh, tweets. Oh, I don't want to do. Come on, uh, man. Yeah. We gotta like okay. draw straws or something like that. I don't want to read oh. this nonsense. I'll read it because it's making me crazy. Okay. I'll read the second one. He had All two right. of them. Hey, idiots! Which really is not a great way. It's not a great way to start. Okay, and I'm a gentleman because I read it verbatim. I could have left it out. I could have edited it, but I didn't. But he's he's a putz. guy hey, puts us
6: on the defensive right away. Right, right, right away, right,
3: right. I'm ready. I'm taking my shirt off like right now. Really, yeah. okay. Patrick Mahomes missed games last year, and Lamar Jackson had one of the best seasons in NFL history. Maybe it's best the media doesn't choose and let the players who actually play the game choose. Oh, with a question mark. Gosh. I don't know. The players. Yeah. Lamar Jackson of an NFL MVP season, live with it. Look, it's 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 amazing. I mean, I, I, the guy won the Super Bowl. He won the Super Bowl MVP. We weren't told when the voting was taken place, and it's taken place not by a group of people outside of the NFL to, NFL Network building. It's NFL Network people, and, and I like the conspiracy theory that you brought up, which well, I think yeah, is true. The players
6: vote on this, but the NFL Network tabulates everything at the final stamp yeah you know it just gets my conspiracy theory mind working where yeah it's not as sexy if Mahomes is number one on this list it's gonna catch a lot more attention if he's number four I'm not saying that's necessarily how it went down it's just a conspiracy theory that it makes a little bit of sense right if you're connecting dots over here but as far as the tweet is concerned this dude sounds like he goes to bed wearing a Lamar Jackson onesie over here, like he's You're foam-fingered right. fan over here. The playoffs show how stupid the votes were. Lamar Jackson was one and done and wet himself again in the playoffs. Meanwhile, Mahomes brings his team back from double-digit deficits in three straight games, including the Super Bowl. He was clutch, and it just showed how ridiculous this vote these votes were from NFL players right. with Lamar number one, Patrick Mahomes number four. It doesn't begin to make any sense and the playoffs proved as much.
3: And I don't want to take anything away from Lamar Jackson. He won a league-best 14 regular season games. The Ravens had an NFL-high 33 points per game, single-season league record over 3,200 yeah. yards rushing. So he had a hell of a year. But you know what? The bubble burst when it got to the playoffs. That's the key. You know, And that's what it's, matters it's all,
10: most. It's all about the
3: ring. It's all about winning championships. You know, 14 games. He might as well have won seven games because they didn't do anything but when they got to the playoffs.
6: There are so many people. This is what's happening. There are a lot of Lamar Jackson apologies that are incredibly sensitive that's exactly what it is because he was overly criticized when he first got into yes, the league he was he yes. absolutely was we were talking about would he be better suited as a wide receiver right <laughs> and all that. that turned out to be so far off the mark so there are a lot of people that have long memories and they have not forgotten those comments so anything that is critical in nature It brings them right back to when Lamar Jackson first stepped foot into the NFL. And it's like, here we go again. And they're so sensitive toward criticisms that are completely valid. Lamar Jackson, his first playoff game, they were chanting. The home crowd was chanting for old Joe Flacco. That's how bad it's been for Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. That's where you make your name, that's where you make your money. And he has been a disappointment. When they are trailing, when the running game isn't working great, he's shown that he's not that guy. Mahomes has. So this list makes no sense whatsoever. And for the overly sensitive Lamar Jackson backers, not every criticism is unfair of the guy. To question his playoff credentials is completely on the mark.
3: I want to put a little ribbon around this authentic Alan tweet because I am overly criticized, criticized, and I don't like to be overly criticized. I don't like to be called an idiot, and I don't think either do you. <laughs> you you got to open up your kid. tweet. Come on, you got to have thick no, skin in this I business, don't. Andy Furman. When you call it, hey idiots, I mean, I, I, I don't care about that. It's not a great
6: that. way to start. Yeah, it's it's not, you know, but hey, you know, whatever. I, I'd rather keep it classy, but but it's not about the hey idiots. It's about just to make a point that makes sense, right. man. That's where we're at right
3: now. Okay, we got to move along to Ben Lloyd. Ben Lloyd came up with a good one. He's a beauty, too. Uh The players purposely vote like this for the people they feel like need to get paid next. Uh Whatever that means. Think about it Lamar's the next big quarterback contract. Wentz was highly ready for his payday. Machines, but it's Mahomes, not machines. Machines got paid, so now he's fourth. He can call them machines, MAC. It's autocorrect.
6: You know, whatever. We'll give a little grace. Yeah, okay. Story. Right.
3: Okay. I, I I don't believe that at all. But again, another conspiracy theory by Ben Lloyd. But everybody's got something to say about this and that's fine, but I guess that's exactly what the NFL network wanted, a little conversation about their stupid list. No, that's basically that's a bad
6: know. conspiracy theory. It Look, really man, is. Mahomes he didn't get paid until well after the votes. So how what's your how can you say uh, that? Like if it's about players making cash, then why is Patrick Mahomes Ranked under Aaron Donald.
3: Yeah, and why is he like, fourth? They're making more money than anybody ever made. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't so, make
6: sense. No, it does. And, and you know what? Last little thing on this with the Lamar Jackson sensitive apologists out there look at a guy like Drew Brees. Like, Drew Brees had a sensational regular season, had the highest passer rating of his entire career. What happened in the playoff game against Minnesota, he didn't play very well. He had a couple of interceptions, had a fumble. Mm-hmm. And he got criticized. That's what happens. If you are truly an MVP caliber player and you don't get it done in the playoffs, there's a lot of criticism that is headed your way. You better put
3: the earmuffs on.
6: (laughs) So for these Lamar Jackson apologists to be like, well, what about this and what about that? He was a league MVP. And so was Drew Brees. And he got lambasted for not getting it done against the Vikings. So it's actually... It's a, a twisted compliment in a way where we expect Lamar Jackson to be good. And when he's not, he's going to be called out for it.
3: Right. And that's not to say that the Lamar Jackson story is not a tremendous story. I mean, really and truly, but you really right on the head. They didn't even want him to be a quarterback. They wanted him to move him to receiver. And early on in his career, they were bringing him in like on third down situations as a receiver. You know, it maybe even as a fake receiver, if you will, but then he, he blossomed him into the quarterback. But again, I don't think he, he does much of a body of work here one great season, but I, I don't think he's going to continue having the success he has if he continues to run, because he's going to have no legs. They're well, going to get him. Yeah. They
6: are. And that's the thing. Did Aaron
3: Rodgers tell him that in the game last yes, year?
6: Yes, he was like, "Get down." It was after a preseason game, and Lamar Jackson was receptive to it. He's like, "I hear you, I hear you. And they went out and was carrying the ball left and right, man. Like, right. Uh, Look, it sounds, and I I hate for it to sound like this because we sound like crusty white guys. Let's call it uh, like it is. If we're I like, know, yeah. it sounds like we're saying you should drop back three to five steps, scan the field, don't even think about using your athletic ability, and develop, and uh, and. Uh, uh, throw an accurate pass here that's not what we're saying we're saying hey use your athletic ability run that's what makes you special right. just don't take the punishment if you can slide slide if you can get out of bounds get out of bounds sometimes Lamar seeks contact you're not going to remain upright if you do that that's all
3: right and I want to see him have a long career really yeah. Like Russell Wilson, he does a
6: great job of getting as many yards as he can, and then he slides. He doesn't take that punishment. That's what Lamar needs to learn to do because you can't juke everybody all the time. You're going to get caught by the strong safety or the linebacker at some point, and you're going to get injured, man. That's just the way it's going to go. There are only so many, you know, like uh, skee doos you can somersault over before something goes sideways. It's. It's bound to happen, unfortunately.
3: You're exactly right. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. We're going to tell you one player's thoughts about opting out. That's next. But here's a man who never opts out Brian Finley with the latest. Well, you did opt
8: out of being my father, even though oh, you biologically it. are.
3: <laughs>
8: TJ <laughs> T. Warren. Does your
3: mother know you're saying this? Oh,
8: she knows, and she loves it.
3: Oh, my goodness.
8: I can't wait for you guys to meet again. Uh, TJ t- <laughs> <laughs> Warren amazes with a career-high 53 points as the Pacers chug down the Sixers 127-121. Indiana's Aaron Holiday declared after the game, quote, if you know TJ Warren, you know he's a bucket. So it's not surprising to me. We just kept feeding the hot hand, to be honest, and he was on fire end quote. The Ra- How do
6: you think the Suns feel about that real quick? Five
8: seasons in Phoenix oh. and now
6: he's yeah, they dropping gave him 53. gave away for cash
3: considerations. <laughs> I am crazy,
8: right? Isn't that wild? Yeah. He had yeah. the talent at NC State but it just took him a while to get used to the league and look at him now.
3: Kind of like you. You had the talent but it's taken a while.
8: Well, speak for yourself. All right. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. That's called psychological projection, right there. <laughs> the Raptors fillet the Lakers, 107-92. LA head coach Frank Vogel left looking for excuses.
10: We got to continue to work on, you know, obviously our rhythm and timing, and uh, you know we're working really hard on the defensive end, doing some really good things. Maybe that's a, uh, you know, why our legs aren't quite there with our with our shooting. But you know, hopefully that will come. You know, our guys are committed to the defensive end, and, and that's the important thing.
8: Lakers fans dry heaving, watching their team shoot a season-low 35% from the field. The Clippers sandblast the Pelicans 126-103. The Clips knocked in a franchise record 25-3 balls. On the diamond, the Yankees holding first place in the AL East, winning a fifth in the row after power drilling the Red Sox 5-2. Aaron Judge homering for a fourth straight time. The NL Central leading Cubs cash in on three home runs to button down on the Pirates. 4-3 the Rockies surprisingly atop the NL West after disfiguring the Padres 6-1 and one score out of the NHL restart the Flames pig out with four unanswered goals to take down the Jets 4-1 Andy I got home yesterday there was no warm water left I was about to take a bubble bath (laughs) next time you do that I'm going to steal your underwear I know you use the underwear as a mask but this might have to be the way I tell you Leave me some warm water when I get home, okay?
3: Well, that's a lie because you know I don't wear underwear, but that's okay.
8: You're not even wearing anything while you're doing this show.
3: That's so much wrong personal. with all of this. That, you know, that's this information we don't need to go with. This, this is not an R-rated show. I mean, really, come on. Have a Sunday great day.
6: morning. Good
8: Lord, what's going
6: <laughs> on here? People are going
3: to church and you're talking about underwear. Come on now. Really? Well, they
8: would be, but I don't know if they are right now, actually. Yeah, you know? we're all just free spirits, guys. That's all.
3: Yeah, free spirit. That's basically what it's all about. Have a great day. Thank you, as always. Okay, a new conspiracy theory that's coming right up. He's Brian Noah, Andy Furman. And welcome, welcome, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on current insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And the return of nose picks in less than 10 minutes. But right now... We have one NFL player, Patrick Chung, of the New England Patriots. He's fed up with the latest Patriots opt-out conspiracy theory. And and I'll tell you why. We got some proof on this because NBC Sports reporter Thomas E. Curran shared his theory. Thomas E. Curran, huh? Yes, shared his theory with Dan Patrick. And Dan Patrick obviously airs on many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates during the week. Let's take a listen to Thomas E. Curran.
6: If Brady was still the quarterback there. Do you think these players would be opting out?
11: No, I don't. I don't think uh. that would happen. I think that the that they would have a much harder time explaining it. Look, Marcus Cannon is a cancer survivor. I, I think that that is on its own planet. Yeah. And High Tower and Chung both have newborns or soon to have newborns. And Brandon Bolden had a, had a, a health situation too, if I'm not mistaken. But... I think when these players look at it, they're like, I've made over $30 million. I have three rings. I'm over 30 years old. This seems like it's going to be a bit of a cluster. We're going to sit there in our cars and wait to get into the facility to have our nose swabbed one by one every day. Then after the nose swab, we have to go through this process of getting into the locker room, then into the training room, then onto the practice field for a season that might not happen. And I think that a lot of those players are like, do I want to do that to go in there and go seven and nine? with Jarrett Stidham or Cam Newton or whatever we're trying to do. If Brady was there, though, Dan, I don't think 7-9 and nine would be in the conversation. So, no, I don't think that there would be this many players opting out because they would be championship caliber.
3: Wow. That's that's a mouthful. It really is. And uh, Patrick Chung was offended by this, and he tweeted back, and he says, quote, Dan, Mr. Curran, and I say this was love. You sound like an idiot. This is what he wrote. It doesn't hurt the friendship. You're not in the doghouse, but don't let your job corrupt your brain, man. You know better than that. I agree with Chung. I mean, it's a misguided theory. That's basically what it is. Guys want to opt out, fine. Maybe in the back of their minds, uh, Brady was the impetus to say, you know, my family, my kids, my mother, my father, my teammates, and also Tom's not here let's go but if you're an athlete you want to win and i think a lot of guys on this patriot team right now want to prove that they can win without brady
6: well and look there are a few layers to it think about damian williams the running back of the chiefs and right. they just want a super bowl and he's opting out you know what i mean so the yeah. the thought is if it's just hey uh, only these players that are on teams that don't have a, a great chance to win are opting out that that's just not true uh, so I don't buy the, the theory of Tom, Thomas E. Curran, otherwise known as Tom Curran, but, you know, whatever. You got classy here today. You got fancy. I, I don't buy the theory. Um, I, I do. I think that it's it's one of these deals, like, I think it's more of a coincidence than anything. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, And some people might roll their eyes and be like, gosh, how naive do you sound? No, I do. I think it's a coincidence where Dante Hightower, where Patrick Chung, they've got either newborns or soon-to-be newborns. Uh, when you've got Marcus Cannon, cancer survivor, like there are, it just happens to unfold this way where there are a lot of concerns on the Patriots. I don't think that it would be what zero opt-outs if Tom Brady is still there. They were still one and done last year, you know. Right. Like I, I don't know that uh, that it changes as much as Thomas E. Curran is
3: saying <laughs> it, it did. <laughs> Well, I will say this. I mean, it's kind of a slap in the face that he's already saying, well, you said they would go worse than seven and nine, but you said they'd win like five games this year. But he said, well, I'm not going to go in there and get my nose swabbed for a team that's going to go seven and nine with Jared Stidham or Cam Newton. That to me is going to be a fire that's going to put under the butts of some of these guys. It I'm not matter. They're I don't think I matter. This team. isn't high school. This is not like you know bulletin board material in high school. You go out there and play, win one for the coach or whatever it may be. This is like fact. They're not that good. Uh, Brady's not there, and the Buffalo Bills should win that division.
6: Well, it's a fluid situation. Who knows how it goes with more opt-outs and, you know, I don't know how many Bills players are going to opt out or any of that, but as it stands right now, subject to change, right? Right, right. Uh, Yeah, I I don't have the Patriots winning the AFC East. It should be the Bills. They're the team on paper that has the most going for them, and we'll see if that translates to on-the-field success or not. But, look, man, uh, think about this, too. If it's about Tom Brady, Donovan Smith, the left tackle of Tampa right. Bay, has openly talked about not being comfortable and possibly opting out. But that so was we'll f- a
3: couple of weeks ago. He's been rather quiet since, so Brady may have bought him a car.
6: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with that, but uh, no,
3: I, I don't buy. Even though
6: I don't, I don't buy two things. I don't buy the hype. Of Cam Newton, I say that he's Flavor Flav right now. He's his own hype man. You got all these videos and all these teams are on my list. They bypassed me and you're going to pay and all. He's a great hype man right now. But with the injuries, he played two games last year with the production going downhill with a shortened offseason global pandemic. Now we get opt outs on top of that. It's just so much hype and there's not going to be the substance of the production being there, so yeah, I don't and, think the Patriots gonna have a good season at all. But I don't think that Hightower, Chung, and company are saying, "Well, we got Cam here; let's opt out." I don't think. Well, that's you, what's you mentioned
3: going a lot on. of factors that go into this season, but there's another factor we haven't even touched on: no preseason, and I think that's a big deal because yeah. I don't think I think nothing could, could replace actual game situation and snaps. I mean, you get the rookies; any rookie coming into the NFL this year is going to be in for a, a big. Big surprise if, in fact, he shoved into opening lineup on opening day. I mean, because it's a world of difference in college and and the speed is ridiculous and it's just a different animal going from college to the NFL. So I think that without a preseason, rookies and those teams that are dependent upon rookies, I'm talking about maybe even the Cincinnati Bengals who are depending upon their quarterback, Joe Burrow, who's going to come in there, you know, under center for the first time in the National Football League with no preseason.
6: Right. Well, we get all that, but it goes beyond just the rookies where, think about Cam Newton. It's a new team. Like you're learning a new system, you got to establish chemistry. So having a limited off-season coupled with no preseason games, that's yeah, a big deal. Also think about a second-year guy. Like uh like Daniel Jones with the Giants, new coaching staff in there. Limited yeah. off-season. Think about Dwayne Haskins, new coaching staff in there, new system. Like to not have an off-season, it's really hurtful for some of these second-year guys as well.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. All new coaches. Every new coach that's coming in this year is going to be at a disadvantage, and then we'll see. I mean, I, and I, I hope I'd rather see them at a disadvantage than they're not play at all. Sure. How's that? So we'll, we'll do that. Brian, no. Andy Furman, Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. He's back, and so are his picks. We call it Nose Picks, and it's next.
5: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Radio.
3: Nose picks coming right up. Yes, Brian Noah, nose picks coming right up right here on Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Sports Sunday. Here's Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. About 12 minutes before the top of the hour. And by the way. At the top of the hour, which will be 9 o'clock on the East Coast, my good friends Mike Harmon and Lavar Arrington. You can hear them on iHeartRadio on their app, SiriusXM XM Channel 83, and, of course, on many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates, Mike Harmon, Lavar Arrington at the top of the hour. Are you ready? Are you, oh, before, before I go to you, B, i uh-huh. to, I've, I've never done this on this show. I'm going to do it right now. You know Joe Nuxlel was the youngest guy ever to pitch in the major leagues at 15 years of age. And uh, I knew the late Joe Nuxall, a tremendous guy, he used to do Reds baseball on radio. His wife, Donzetta, is 92 today. I love you, Donzetta. Happy birthday to Donzetta Nuxall, 92 today. Brian, no, it's your turn right now. Nose picks. Are
6: you ready
5: for it? Bright Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. <laughs> Now, the time is cuff for nose picks. I got to know
6: picks. here, Andy. Furman, did you forget that there was an intro because we haven't done this in so
3: long? Probably so, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably so. <laughs> Fair and enough. I'll probably, man. I'll, I'll probably it's forget. It's all good. Next week week I was too. just
6: curious. It's totally yeah. fine, man. No problem. I cannot problem. lie.
3: I cannot <laughs> lie. And I'll probably forget <laughs> next week, too.
6: Uh, it's all good. Okay. So uh, I've got three selections for you. At the hey, last wait. time that I was able to do this. One of the picks that I got right, I took Oral Roberts over Nebraska Omaha. And I was. that's how long ago it's been, Andy nice. Furman. We're going way back to March. Okay, so wow. we go to this. We have the NBA back. And it's beautiful that we've got live basketball to talk about. I'm going to look at the Portland Trail Blazers, okay? I'm in Portland. I watch the the Blazers left and right Mellow, Hashtag Mellow, Rip Mellow. City, right? So they're four-and-a-half-point dogs against the Celtics. Celtics were bad. At least Jason Tatum was. He was two for 18 yeah, yeah. in their first game back with the NBA restart. So to cover four and a half for the Celtics, seems like easy money. Go with the Blazers, right? No, no, my friends, not doing it. I look for the Celtics to bounce back today. I'm actually good laying call. the four and a half. Good call. Seems too good to be true to go with the Blazers. Yeah, Thank you, call. Andy and I like that. <laughs> Mid-pick, <laughs> confirmation by you. I like that. Okay, I'm going to look at this, too. A little bit more daring. Got the Bucks and the Rockets. The total is 242 and a half. And that sounds really high. And it is. But if you look at the Rockets, they gave up 85 points in the first half right. against Dallas. That's a lot. So, they could hit the over, no problem. I'm going to swing the other way, though, Andy. I think that sometimes you're prisoner of the moment, and you go by the the previous result that you just saw, I know that the Bucks could it could be a score fest today, but I don't think it's going to hit 243 total. Are you with me on that, or am I daring to a fault here?
3: You know what, though, I, I it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be 242. I can see the Rockets putting up like 120, the Bucks putting up about 118, 116, something right. like that, which comes out to 236. So it's going to be real close, but it's going <laughs> to be under.
6: How about that? You got the Rockets. A little yeah. money line action right there. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. then I'm doubling down here. Last selection for you. Yeah. I'll go to baseball. This is part of bottom barrel betting. Rays, <laughs> Orioles, over 10 runs. Okay, we got Tommy Malone over there. with. Uh, he's on the mound today. His ERA is 12. All right? Yeah. He, that the greatest pitcher over there. So I'm going to take the over. We're going to have to see some runs scored by the Orioles as well. I understand that most likely. But I, I think they hit over 10 today. There you go. Those are your three beat. selections, Andy Furman. It is yeah. time to go your own way, though, man. What do you You know have what, for
3: though? I'm going to stick with the betting angle because Nevada sportsbooks, they lost $483,000 due to COVID-19 in June. This is compared Good. to sports. Good. <laughs> right. Compared Keep to them losing. Here, they won 16587000 in the same month last year. How do you like that? That's an amazing number. Amazing turnaround.
6: You know, it's funny, man. Uh, It's like they still can't lose. Because even when they have a losing month, it just encourages gamblers to bet more. And they're eventually going to lose it right back. So... (sighs) I root against the the books, but the books always win.
3: You want some more money stories? You want some more money? Yeah, what do you have? What do you have? Okay, money laundering is not a good idea, as a South Korean found out, when he or she, they don't know, put banknotes in a washing machine (laughs) to remove possible traces of COVID-19. And officials say their loss was considerable. The person living near Seoul... Place an unspecified amount of $50,000 in bills, one in a washing machine. Some of the money was seriously damaged, and the person reached out to the Bank of Korea to find out whether it could be exchanged for new bills. Now, under bank rules on the exchange of damaged, mutilated, or contaminated banknotes, the person was provided with the new currency totaling about $19,000, the Bank of Korea said in a statement. So you don't want to put your bills in a washing machine.
6: Let, listen to you. Just hog and go your own way I'm over sorry, here, I'm Andy sorry. Furman. Good. I
3: got a little, little piece of the pie
6: over here. That's all right. So I'm, I'm not going to be bitter over here, Andy Furman. I got a story for you. How about this? Please. Rhode Island, they made a mistake. They sent more than 175 tax refund checks signed by Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse.
3: No. <laughs> yes, no. They did. So That's great. They're going to
6: be sending new checks within the next week. They oh, voided God. the old ones. But, That's uh, great. A little bit of a snafu right there. How does that happen? Come on, Rhode right. Island,
3: step it up. Unbelievable. Our time is up. We want to thank everybody for theirs, and this is a great day. Enjoy your day. Stay safe, Brian. No Andy Furman. We'll see you next week on Fox. Good effort.
5: Good, effort. Good job. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Radio.